Hello, it's Gray. Hello, it's Crystal. And this is Vast Asian Beauties, a supernatural commentary podcast where I, someone who has seen this show several times, and I, someone who only knows the show through social media, discuss every single episode of Supernatural from start to finish. Also, we are both Asian. Both Asian. For today's episode, we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 19, Jump the Shark. Written by Andrew Dabb and Daniel Laughlin, directed by Phil Segresha. Right, so we just looked up what jump the shark means, and Wikipedia <laughs> yeah. says that it's when a creative work has reached a point where it's exhausted its core intent and is introducing new ideas that are discordant with or an over-exaggeration of its original purpose. So essentially, I like, it. I don't know what else to do with season four, let's give them another brother. <laughs> Yeah, like literally, like this is a 22 episode season and we're missing one episode idea. So like, let's just throw this in there. But like, I do love this episode. I think it's, it's a super good fun. episode. I it's had a fun. fun time with it. It feels very season one, which I liked. Yes, it does. It feels season one in that a lot of the emotional core of the episode is very John centric and family centric. Mm-hmm. And also, like, the discussions that they're having here of, like, what is hunting? What is, like, what does it mean for us to have grown up with this life, etc., etc.? Yeah. You know, very season one. And, of course, they're going to continue having those questions throughout the show. But it's nice to revisit it, I feel, every once in a while as the story progresses. Because, like, it does change, but also it doesn't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they never went to therapy about it. They have not processed it. Yeah, like, their perspectives in life are gonna change. Their experiences are gonna expand. But at the end of the day, they still did grow up with the childhood that they had. Like, they're always gonna carry that. Oh, well. Actually, like, this is one of those episodes where usually when I go in, I have, like, a specific set of talking points that I want to bring up. And a lot of it is, like... I just want to go and say my piece, and then Crystal can do whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. But this episode, I was like, this is one of those episodes where I want to discuss it. Because especially okay. the conversations Sam and Dean have, specifically the one about like Adam being bait, the one they have right after that scene, I think it is so rich, it's so rich, and it's so meaty, and it's like... While I was watching it, I was, like, tearing up. And, like, I knew kind of what I was feeling, but, like, not in any way I can articulate. And so I'm looking forward to this discussion because I'm like, okay, now finally I can articulate it. Hopefully we discuss it. I think it may still end up being you saying your piece because I feel like I, I did not cry during this episode. I was just going, wow, Adam has, like, ghoul Adam is literally the funniest guy alive. Go him. And secondly, wow, Sam sure is a dick. <laughs> like, I think I think during discussion, I'll, I'll be able to tease out more of why Sam ended up here. Because it does, like, make sense. But it makes sense to me yeah. more of, like, a the, the writers were, like, there's two different ways that 
one could react to Adam in this situation. Here's the two, and we're going to give one to Dean and one to Sam. And the Sam one will make sense, but it would also make sense if it was swapped. But since we've given this one to Sam, people can just decide why it is after we give it to him. Yeah. It is also so fascinating to me because true, like... I always remember season four as a wonderful season, just absolutely amazing, right? And this is the one episode whose name we didn't remember in the fucking Supernatural episodes title quiz that still haunts me every <laughs> single day. Yeah. The, the one where I claim that there's a bug man in Supernatural and it lose my mind completely when I couldn't find it. Well, there was a bug man in Supernatural, there was a just bug so man. everyone is known. Yeah, wonderful, Oh yeah, that's a Kofi episode. bonus, so I guess only yeah, like, one person listening knows what we're talking about. Um, we did the, the quiz where you're supposed to name every single episode of Supernatural, Yeah, and we got every single one except season for Jump four, the yeah. Shark. Yeah, in season four. We had like a bunch yeah, of season, season others that were like kind oh, of Oh, true, sketchy. okay, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, as I, I was saying, like, season four, I was like, iconic season, iconic season. But, like, while we were watching it, like, just right before we took the break, I was like, this is, is damn it? bad. Like, it's not, like, as cohesive as I thought it was, right? Mm-hmm. And then we come back, and, like, that takes a holiday. Okay, fine, so-so episode. Yeah. And then we go and we on, on the head of a pin. Awesome, Yeah. Yeah, and it's Terrible Life, Monster at the End of the Next Book, and then Jump the Shark. And it's like, these are four episodes in a row that are so good and, like, iconic. They they mean something, they're saying something, and they're good. Like, they're mood pieces, a lot of them. And it's like, you know, very fun, very moody, very atmospheric. And then I look at the rest of the episodes that are to come this season, and I'm like, okay, I completely understand now. Why I thought season four was like an absolute gem of a season in Supernatural. Mm -hmm. It's because this final lineup of episodes from 16 to 22 are just... Ends with the seven episode high note. Yeah, Yeah. and that's why I feel like every time you go through a season four, even if the middle parts are like a bit sketchy, once you hit on the head of a pin, everything after that is so amazing that you're like, you do like a retrospective like... You wash all of that terrible memories of the middle episodes away with this very high note at the end. It's amazing. Yeah. The episode after this is The Rapture. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's when the Levy breaks and then it's Lucifer rising. What if it's yeah. all over? Yeah. Well, well I hope that iconic. it is as good as promised. So yeah, Crystal, what did you know about this episode before you watched it? Uh, so I knew that they were gonna meet Adam, who's their younger half-brother from John and some woman named Kate that he met on a hunt, uh, and that during the discussion of that, we, there's, like, a very interesting line about how, like, sometimes, like, you save the girl and sometimes the girl's grateful as, like, how Adam could have come into being, which I think we've discussed before in terms of, like, the damsel rescuer sexual dynamics of like the supernatural woman of the week uh i knew that after that they like cross-check john's journal to see that adam's never mentioned but 
he often <laughs> like so goes to like the city that he's living in like each year possibly on his birthday not each year but he's he goes there yeah not only that he fucking tears off the, he tears off the pages that like <laughs> mention like having sex with adam's mom which is so iconic of him <laughs> Uh, and that while they're there, Adam's gonna tell them that John was a good dad and took him to baseball games, and Dean's gonna be really mad about it, um, but then it'll turn out that Adam and Kate are both dead, and that this is a ghoul having a lot of fun, and they eventually have to kill it and burn the body. So that's what I knew. You know what? I didn't know about the ghoul part. Wait, you didn't? You've seen this! I thought that was another episode. I thought they meet him, and the next episode he's gonna be no, dead they, by no, and then gonna be brought he's up. Super, he's super dead, and then Cast drags <laughs> his body out of the earth, and like it's like, can you defeat Michael or some shit to him in season five? Can right? you be Michael's vessel? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I knew that conceptually, but I was still a bit surprised. I mean, I don't know. I think it was something like I thought it was like. They do actually meet him, and then he dies. Oh, like, like he gets replaced midway through. Yeah, no, this is yes. this is all the ghoul baby. There, there was at some point in this episode, like you know when he does the final switch where he's holding the gun, which is such a stupid thing to do, Sam. By the way, like you're gonna give the kid, like well, the gun okay. to shoot his no, mom. No, no. What he's happened? Right the, and, no, Sam was the one holding the gun, and then Adam wrested it away from him. <laughs> just wrestles it back i don't know i thought well i mean well the thing about someone holding a gun is that when you try to wrest the gun back they may shoot you with the gun so one must be careful in that situation (laughs) this is true but also sam is like master master gun holder and adam just held a gun for the first time today so i mean adam did a decent job at shooting those targets and sam's trying really hard to give him a chance i mean he's He's probably just thinking about how like life would be a lot more bearable on the road if dean wasn't the only person he could talk to so that that probably distracted (laughs) his judgment i mean we did say that maybe having having a younger younger brother brother would fix them will solve sam and dean's problems in life and you know what I think it would, or maybe it won't. Let's see. Let's see where this discussion takes us. Show that. No, I think I do think it's interesting that Dean's perspective is like, yeah, like we're all like you know we all come from the same dad, but whatever we experience as children, we deserve that, and Adam doesn't. And it's like, okay, well, absolutely crazy take. Good for you. Deserved. I don't think that's what Dean. I mean, of course, it's more of like, we're just, we're already here already, so like, might as well. Yeah. But again, we'll we'll talk about when we discuss it, because my thoughts are not well formulated as of now. So, wait, so like, when did you know that he was a ghoul? I don't know, when he turned around and was like, (laughs) I know, know," or something. (laughs) And gave a sicko smile of sicko-ness. Yeah, he was like, ha ha, yeah, ha ha, sicko voice. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, the dance sequence this episode, pretty banger. Mm. I do love it when they have a dance sequence that is, like, so obviously John. Because <laughs> John, like, only shows up, honestly, for really few episodes. Mm. And so, like, they just recycle that shit. Good for them. Yeah. 
I don't know, some iconic lines here are like John mm. saying that I couldn't accept that we were different and Sam being like, we're not different, like not anymore, which they do bring up this episode. They also bring up a lot of the blood drinking stuff because it becomes semi-relevant later in a way that is so confusing to me. Like, what? Supernatural, what are you trying to tell me? What the Wait. fuck is this about? Oh, yeah, when when the the ghouls are like, his blood tastes different? No, I mean, specifically, it was like when the ghouls go, oh, but why is my dad a monster? Because of what he ate? And that's supposed to be like a Sam, like, you're a monster too because of what you drink. Wait, and it's oh, like, I, I did don't think not that's supposed read it to be... like that at all. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, of course. I, I, also, I also was like, I don't read it like that. But like, I think Supernatural wants us to be like, yeah, Sam is also huh. a monster. What a fucking hypocrite. But it's supposed to be like, yeah, that guy wasn't a monster, and like Sam is no, a monster, but the way it's like, framed, yeah. But the way it's framed in the story is huh. like that so. guy's horrible and Sam's horrible, and I was like, no, Supernatural, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I mean, wild of them to give the ghouls such a good logical argument, but to think that we would not think that it's a good logical argument. Yeah, like, no, but the thing is, they, they were right. <laughs> They were both right. No, because the whole time they're like, oh yeah, like my dad wasn't evil, but, and I'm mad at you and this is revenge. But like the distinction we are supposed to make, I believe, is that when Sam and Dean do revenge, they want to do it, but they feel bad about it. And these two, it's like, they want to do it, but they're like, yeah, I mean, this is a fine thing we're doing, I think. So like that makes it bad. Yeah, like it's not it's the like action, it's torture how, you're, how you feel. You have to feel bad yeah, about exactly. it also. Yeah, God. it's not about what the action actually is. It's about how you feel about the action. Like when you do your torture slash killing for revenge situation, do you mm. go oh, woe is me, or do you do like a ha-ha, yeah, ha-ha, in a sickle voice, like, you know, and that's what <laughs> makes it either morally bad or morally good. Oh, God, Supernatural's so fucked in the head. <laughs> it's so, it's such a fucked in the head show, for fucking real. You can only do things that are logically sound and that you want to do if you feel bad about it. Like, okay, sure. You could do, yeah, you should also do logically unsound things all the time just based off of it's evil if it's not human. God. Yeah. Whatever. What fucking ever. Well, uh, so... Oh, also the then sequence ends with Dean saying, it's already gone too far, Sam. If I didn't know you, I would want want to haunt you can you believe he said that shit no wonder i was like miserable for a week after i watched that episode and hated recording it so much yeah it was it's an insane thing to say and like honestly that's what like that the fact that the den sequence ends with that is what informs my like conviction that mm, that that's you know, what the interpretation with, with the ghouls because yeah. like they wouldn't oh, do this L. They wouldn't put that line in there if it wasn't. They would put yeah. the line of Sam being like, I'm, I'm not actually evil, or whatever. Has he ever said that? Or was he just like, yeah, I am evil, but I'm sad about it, or whatever. I'm sure he said things in Metamorphosis. Okay, but I guess that line does remind me about... Okay, in season two, 
Dean never was like, Dad told me to kill you, but I promise I won't, right? He just said, I'll save you so I don't have to kill you, right? Like, that's what he said? Yeah. I think so. Okay, well, first, fucked. Secondly, like, I feel like Sam's arrogance in season four is the only thing preventing me from wondering if part of the reason why he's hiding it from Dean is that, like, he'll be like, well... Dean said that I, if I cross a certain line, he'll kill me. This is probably the line. But I feel like Play. season four, Sam is in a, in a mental and emotional place where, like, if he had that thought, he would be able to repress it really fast and have it not affect him much. Maybe, I feel like if he had the thought, he'd have it in, like, a, oh, but I could take him, but I don't want to be in a position where I have to. Yeah, he'd probably be like, Dean is too weak to kill you or whatever. <laughs> No, for real. <laughs> God. I love yeah. how at the beginning of this recording, I was like, and this last seven episodes are so good and so iconic. And now we're just like, Supernatural is so stupid. But like, both <laughs> things can be true. Love is love. Yeah. Love is love. So we start this episode in this woman's house. And I don't know, she's... Uh, walking around, kind of screaming, she's scared, something's chasing her, etc. She ends up backed against a door, and then, you know, backed against something else, and eventually, she's, like, by the bed, and she's still terrified, she's standing beside the bed, and we see, like, a shot from underneath the bed. It's, you know, normal, typical horror movie, like, being is creeping out of the bed into this Mm -hmm. unsuspecting woman's feet. And then she gets grabbed. She screams. And as she gets dragged on the floor, she leaves scratch marks. And the dresser falls over. And we see that part of the stuff knocked over is a solo picture of John Winchester. (laughs) Solo. Solo. On her nightstand. Like, she goes to sleep every night and waves goodnight to a solo photo of John fucking Winchester. Like, no, she does not. Like, they have photos later of, like, the two of them together. Like, if it was a photo of the two of them together, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Like, that's something you would put in your bedroom. Solo photograph of John Winchester? And she doesn't even know he's dead, right? So, like... She doesn't know he's dead. Because if she did, the ghouls would know. Just because yeah. they have, like... Yeah, they the have her memories from memories. turning over yeah. her body or eating her or whatever. Yeah. It's if he so was odd. dead, like, sure, you could have that. But, like, come on. John Winchester? Solo picture? God, poor also, woman. Like, I don't understand what the relationship between Kate and John is supposed to be. Like, are they supposed to be in love? I don't know, because, yeah, I really thought it was, because, okay, she wouldn't tell Adam about him or call him until, like, what, like, six years ago, and then he would only visit on Adam's birthday and shit. Are you telling me, like, she's been, like, holding out for John Winchester for six years? Like, I, that's incredibly sad. I don't think anyone would do that. Also, John died, like, Four years ago, right? Or what is it? Yeah, How he long died ago like, did John die? Well, he died in season two, so I guess he died two years ago. Oh, yeah. He yeah. does say that. So, like, like... What an odd, Also, odd, she thinks odd. he's a mechanic, odd. right? 
So, yeah, like... I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Like, he doesn't really have, like, an excuse. Like, if she wanted to be with him, she would just, like, ask. Move to where he is, like, or doing mechanic Or move to where he's, yeah. like, mechanicking. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think that perhaps the, is like, Andrew Dabb and Daniel Laughlin this? don't understand what people are like. If this was kind of like a, so like John shows up and then like 12 years gone and then he realizes he has a kid and then commits himself to this family. Like that would make more sense. But obviously yeah, but that doesn't not. happen. Obviously it's not what happens. So I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. You think when he visits, like she hides the portrait or like he comes in, he's like, like, that's a normal thing to have on the nightstand. Yeah. <laughs> Like, correct you to do. I see you once a year. I hope that you look at my photograph every night. They also have a picture together that's, like, they're lovey-dovey. Like, they're, like... Right. Like, so her, like, her hand or is, like, on John's chest or whatever. Like, long, like, long distance? Like, were they, like, supposed to be dating throughout season one? <laughs> that was so, maybe season one John was gone because he's having a torrid love affair honeymoon period with Kate yeah maybe so he was like god I, I'm so obsessed with getting revenge for Mary's death blah 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 but also like most of the time I'm not looking for the demon I mean Kate is blonde no, I mean, here's the thing. The reason why they have this picture is because it's similar to a picture that John and Mary have. And that's the whole point. That's the whole point. It's for right. Dean to look at it and go, oh, just like dad and mom. But that's not mom. That's another woman. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it sounds stupid. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue what the nature of their relationship is. Best but, not to speculate, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Ah, uh, okay. Well, now that we've panned this poor woman for her decor choices for 10 minutes or some shit, let's move on to the episode. We start by a lake. It's morning, then Paula is parked, and Sam is outside leaning against and brushing his teeth. It's so cute. He's not using toothpaste. He's also he also has, does not have water to rinse off the toothbrush. Like it's gotta be. I icky. think he's using he's using the salt method where like you brush your teeth with salt. I mm. suppose is what he's doing. I mean, they have so much salt, so he probably has like all of our toothpaste budget went into the salt. <laughs> so like, let's just yeah. use the salt to brush my teeth. But also, what an odd, odd, odd... I don't know. I thought it was odd. Good for him, though. No, I guess they, they just don't have time to hold on to things. So, no no toothpaste. He doesn't even look like he's brushing his seat. I feel like he's just steaming with this, like, fucking toothbrush. He's just like, okay, I just want... I just want something in my mouth right now. And I want to I wanna dig into the back of my, like, cheek. And then, like, good for him. Good for him. It's cute, though. I do like this visual a lot. And it's I think really this cool. adds to what you said about it looking like a season one thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, even in the show... I don't know. I look at this and I was like, this doesn't look like season four, Sam. It yeah. looks like Sammy. 
Yeah, he does look younger. Oh, yeah. Sam. And he is about to learn that he's a middle child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe all that, like, hashtag sick and twisted shit he said later was just, like, from learning that he was a middle child. Like, I get it. He was like, <laughs> I have to ruin Adam's life. This is the only option. Yeah, it's my job as an older brother. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I've seen how this goes. I have a great role model for how to be an older brother. Let's do this. For real. Dean, he's asleep. He's doing a physical comedy bit where he's sleeping in a very uncomfortable position. And then when he opens the door, he, like, falls on the ground almost. And this is not a physical comedy bit. It's not, it not? funny. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. But I didn't mm. think it was funny. All right. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. They're talking about how... They're two hours away from any food. Dean searches for a sandwich in the back seat, but it's tuna, so it's. Is it is it just that like it's gone bad by now and smells bad, or is it like it's gay to not eat beef? Like, what's the the situation here? Tuna, like if it's a tuna sandwich, I'm assuming it's the thing with the mayo and everything. That yeah. shit's gotta expire like real quickly, so yeah. it's probably gone bad. Makes and it's in the sense. back seat. In this warm whatever this is, yeah. There's a phone that rings inside the car. Dean gets it. And Sam goes, isn't that dad's phone? So I guess that does mean that Dean and... Oh, Keeps it charge. Uh, yeah, it has to charge this sometimes. And I'm assuming it's Dean who does it. So, but okay, I wonder... I wonder if Sam kept John's phones charged, like, while Dean was dead as well. Probably just because, like, he was in, like, hardcore hunter mode and probably wanted to know if there was going to be any intel relevant to the, the demon war. Dean picks up the phone and someone asks, is this John? And, you know, Dean says he can't come to the phone. Why? Because John is dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Real. <laughs> the person says, like, I really need to talk to John. He introduces himself as Adam Milligan, someone that John knows. And Dean, with absolutely no tact at all, goes, Well, sorry to be the one to break this to you, pal, but John died more than two years ago. Rude. I think it's fine. I, okay, I, the, I think it's the pal that makes it condescending to me. I mean, I, yeah, I just, I would deliver so. it differently. Hate to break it to you, my friend. John has been more than two years now. So there's, like, Adam makes, like, a sound of surprise and dismay. And Dean goes, who is this? And Adam goes, I'm his son. <gasps> Gasp! Iconic, honestly. Truly. We go to a like Minnesotan diner and Sam and Dean are preparing to enter but Dean is really loading up really loading up with weapons Sam is talking about how like Adam does check out he was born like September 29th 1990 Sam is saying that 
this guy checks out, Dean. I don't know what to tell you. And Dean is saying, like, yeah, maybe the person checks out, but, like, that's a demon or whatever. Mm. He can't be also, actually dad's he's son. a biology major who's pre-med. Just like Which Sam is so was funny. pre-law. Which is so funny because here they acknowledge that they understand that, like, a pre-blank course is, like, a bachelor's degree that you specifically take to be to do something after right yeah so like they understand that like biology yeah biology is the course. yeah there's the a major track yeah. on biology what is the pre-law track on whatever sam's actual major was what was his major <laughs> literally the dean was like fucking lying to him or something like the dean was like i think we can keep this kid here forever like in undergrad and they probably could i mean sam's probably getting well sam's getting a full ride so like they're like losing the longer they keep him like they're probably like <laughs> oh we're giving you this special course that actually only takes like three years or whatever it's pre-law that's the name of it? It's a pre-law. Yeah. Yeah. What is Sam's course? We had this discussion before, but every we single time I'm like... psychology, I thought. Psychology, right? What if he's yeah. a business major? God. Literally, I, I think all business... I don't want to be a hater. Mm. So I'll just, I'll just stop talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Sam would be a business major. I think that's too removed from his skill set. Sam would not be a business major, but it would be pretty funny if he was. It would be pretty funny if he was. Everybody in that course would be like, yeah, my dad like established this real big company and I'll be just like him. Blah, blah, blah. My Our family has had this company for centuries. You know, whatever. Yeah. And Sam's like, I don't know, my uncle has like a salvage yard. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it is good for cool. him. And it is pretty cool. Yeah. Have I yeah. talked about here about how like for the longest time I thought salvage meant kill and I couldn't understand why salvage yard like Bobby Singer's salvage yard they was called a salvage the cars yard. There. I know <laughs> yeah, You I bring good like, cars. You bring cars that work <laughs> in there, then Bobby like And then you kill the car. Yeah. <laughs> they go in there. And as they approach the table, Dean does this really interesting thing where he removes the chair beside where Adam's supposed to sit. What is the intentionality behind that? Just to make sure that he uh, make sure he's sitting uses across the spoon from Dean so that Dean can shoot him. Oh, that's crazy. But he's not, though. He's sitting, like, in front of Sam. Is he really? Yeah. He sat in front of the water and everything. I thought it was because so that, like... What if the server serves, like, two cutleries for that place and, like, he doesn't get the cutlery that's supposed oh, to be? Oh, yeah, that could be the, it. Yeah, but when it first happened, I was like, well, that's very odd, but good. Yeah. I feel like if you were planning to murder this kid, you should arrange to meet somewhere other than a public diner. <laughs> like, personally. Maybe Dean was like, well, we're already in a fucking, like, FBI watch list. Like... <laughs> I the gaff. 
He's like, I care so much about saving innocent civilians from knowing about ghosts, but I will murder people in front of them. No issue. You see a vampire sucking blood. Hell nah. You see a guy get blasted open in the middle of this diner. It's fine. Grow up. Get over it. Well, it'd be, it'd be worse if I was a vampire, bro. <laughs> they have this bit where Dean is very rude to the waiter. Mm-hmm. The waiter is also pissed at him. Dean gets his house water and pours it down like a plant and then fills it up with holy water from his flask. And then he puts the glass like where Adam is supposed to sit mm-hmm. so that Adam can drink it when he shows up. You're gonna give this kid cholera is what's gonna happen here. <laughs> Like, you're gonna kill this person with, like, amoebiasis or something. Yeah. Fucking awful thing to do. I was, like, I was, like, half hoping that when when Adam drinks it, he's, like, Like, he spits it out. What? He's, like, what the fuck happened to the tap water here? What the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah, and Dean also takes out a bunch of cutlery that is, I don't know, silver, I suppose. Right, which implies that a shapeshifter upon touching silver not even being cut on it would react so why do they always test themselves with silver knives instead of just like i know tapping the blade with their finger also it's like a whole thing where like they're holding the knife up being like it's silver and it's like well isn't that already like you don't have to be like, it's silver, and then I'm gonna cut myself with it. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The whole time, like, I mean, the vibe is that Dean's being incredibly intense, and Sam's just, like, chill out. And I think that kind of reaches I the- think less chill out than more, like, let's like take a reason about this. A, a reason to approach this. Is Sam is sad about this? Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I think he is, like, aware that Dean is reacting in a way that is out of proportion but in a way that is like understanding of the situation and it's kind of like skittering around Dean you know okay like in a like the way he approaches the conversation is like look man I get it but Mm. but yeah what Dean says is like like either way this thing is gonna bleed i mean using dad as bait that's the last mistake of its short pitiful life so yeah i mean clearly he still holds the i don't know he like holds the memory of john as incredibly sacred but then at the end like it is an insult to say that sam is like john like that is how he means it i mean yeah Yeah, but I guess one can have complicated relationships with complicated figures in one's life. There is a big difference between, like, other people using your relationship with your family against you Mm. versus, like, you with a person who also went through the same shit going, like, yeah, that guy's horrible, you know? (laughs) Yeah. 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 This is true. I sometimes I do feel sad that even Sam and Dean between each other often can't just admit that to each other. Mm. And a big part of it is Dean can't admit it to himself. That like I mean the, the way he talks about what happened with their childhoods too, you know. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like absolving John of it even. 
and not even absolving and he did the right thing it's more of like yeah he probably did the wrong thing but it's not like he had any choice mm-hmm. it's crazy crazy well we'll get into it later it's like look i think there is some truth to this because 1990 january he does say he's heading to minnesota to check out a case and then sam like opens it to that page And the next two pages were like ripped out completely. Hilarious! Absolutely hilarious. Okay, that implies that like, because okay, Sam says later like he wasn't exactly a monk, but like to feel so ashamed of like having casual sex once that you tear it out of your journal implies that like John was a monk until now. No, but the thing is, like, this is a binder. This journal is a binder. So, like, if he wants to remove those pages, he could. And also, if he just wants to rip it out, he also could do that cleanly with no mark left behind. So it implies that the tearing out is kind of like a last-minute thing. He didn't have the time or the thought to remove it carefully from the binder Or tear it out um, and remove all yeah, of the remaining pieces. Or he did pieces. it in like an, uh, an emotional whirlwind. But like he had to write all Which, that down. Also, two pages? He described it for oh, two I pages? I think what yeah. happened here is that when he was giving this journal to Dean or whatever, when he's leaving it behind, he was like, okay, let's remove this part. Like, I don't think this is like immediately after he's like writing in his journal, oh, what a night, a la mamma mia. And then... Like, there's the pages out, like, right after. I think this is, like, years and years and years down the line. He's huh. like, okay, I need to leave this journal to Dean so he has references. And he's like, oh, shit, but I have that one page. Let me tear that out real quick. Okay. That makes sense, I think. But, like, why yeah. is he also so vague in all of his later trips to Minnesota lines? First of all, isn't it so fascinating that it's, like, multiple years of john's life is like decades even of john's life is in this journal well it's just the hunt and it's just yeah but like it's this short how many hunts was he going to oh i'm sure he has some kind of a shorthand that's true that's true isn't there like a physical like publication of dean's of john's That's true, Journal, right? Yeah. There is, there's, yeah. I will never read it. Good luck to everyone. I will though. also never read it, but sometimes I see passages and I enjoy seeing the passages. Also, I think maybe part of that, as you said, is the it's just hot. So he's not going to go there be like, today, me and Adam went to a baseball game. Mm. He's 15 years old now. He's all grown up. Like, he's not gonna do that shit. I feel like the It's published more... John's journal is like that, though. It's all like, I mean, I'm yes. worried about Sam because he isn't having sex with girls, <laughs> unlike Dean. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm worried about Sam because he's a fucking homo and he's so weak and small. And it's like, okay, slay. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, this is this journal is obviously not that. 
This is, yeah. I mean, you think Sam is opening the journal and being like, wow, <laughs> dad thought I was a hobo and so weak and fucking small and tiny. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like, I don't know who wrote the John's journal, official supernatural, whatever the fuck, but I don't think that they coordinated with the, the props team or whatever regarding what would be in it. I don't know. I think that's a reason behind the Minnesota. It's more of like recording where I was this week. Yeah. Instead of, like, recording what actually happened and shit. Makes sense. Fascinating personality uh, John has. Yeah. This is also fascinating just by virtue of the whole, like, realizing that your parents are, like, more than your parents. Mm-hmm. Like, John is dad, but also John is John, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, this is what's happening to Sam and Dean right now. Mm. Sam is saying like I don't really want to believe it but you know dad would just be gone for weeks at a time and he wasn't exactly a monk and Sam goes I mean a hunter rolls into town kills a monster saves the girl sometimes the girl's grateful fucked up horrible like okay Sam has not Sam has not had an encounter like this similar to this yeah right cause yeah, like Sarah, Kara, and Sam and, in a way, and Dean in a way has that. Dean has Dean had that with Jamie. Who the fuck from from monster movie? Oh yeah, did they have sex after the case ended? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I forgot. Well, Dean had that with Jamie, and then we have like tame versions of that with yeah, Haley and one. Andrea in one oh two and one oh three with Dean. Dean Dean does follow that model. I okay, Madison Madison one could claim that that is that because they think that like her van her she's no longer a werewolf and then she and Sam sleep together. So it is kind of like a Oh, you rescued me and then let's yeah. let's have sex. So I like both of them have engaged in this dynamic before. Yeah. Well, it sucks. Adam comes in. He's looking around. Adam goes to sit in the chair that Dean has reserved for him. He's asking, like, how do you know my dad? And Sam's like, yeah, we work together. And Adam's like, as a mechanic? And Sam, you're like, yeah, uh, he died on the job. A car fell on him. (laughs) (laughs) Dean comes up with a car fell on him. But yeah, it's great. Lovely, absolutely wonderful. They also do this bit where the well, okay, a car did fall on him though. Like he He, got hit by a giant truck. He did get hit by a giant truck. Like a car did fall on him. So they we do this thing where the waiter earlier, who was like Dean, was rude to and was rude back to Dean, knows Adam and is like asking him very friendly, like. Oh, what's your order? The usual? Okay, thanks. And I do think this is, like, very interesting because mm. the way they do this scene is, like, they really are tearing down all of the suspicion for Adam, which is, I think, such a wonderful way to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, he's just a nice kid, and they all know him. Yeah, nice kid. Everybody knows him, so, like, it must be him, because, like, if it's not him, how would he know all these people? And also the, you know, obviously the holy water and the silver. Sam is asking, when's the last time you saw John? It's a couple years back now. And he decided to call John because 
He's the only family I got. And yeah, Adam says his mom's missing. Yeah, Sam hears this and it goes, Oh my god, I'm sorry. For how long? And Dean's like, I do gaff. <laughs> If you're John's kid, how come we've never heard of you? And Adam said, Yeah, we didn't really know each other. Just uh, not until a few years ago. And he starts telling his life story. Like, his mom never really talked about John. He just knows that his mom is a nurse and his dad came into the ER and like got fixed up in the hospital but that's all he knows and he's they're not exactly a nuclear family uh interesting dynamic i suppose true right because it is like sort of a swap of what sam assumed yeah. happened like she rescued him or whatever like he was grateful to yeah. her So, and Dean asks, like, oh, so when did you finally meet him? And it was when he was 12. Wait, what did... Okay, Adam says we're not exactly a nuclear family, and Sam says, yeah, well, who is these days? What is Sam talking about? <laughs> I don't uh, know. The dissolution of the family? <laughs> like... Everybody's it, getting divorced? Is that what this is about? I don't know. Was this, like, a, a big political talking point in, like, 2009? Like, is this a reference to, like, some kind of a campaign? Or is, is Sam just being open-minded? Like, what's the deal? I have no idea. Yeah. We'll all have no idea forever. He met John finally when he was 12. Like, he begged his mom to get one of John's numbers. That's... Yeah, What so a fascinating John childhood. John left his number, it means. She, like, maybe Kate does have contact with John. Yeah, like they text. But the way it's implied is, like, John didn't know he had a kid until Adam yeah, called. So, so John left his number as, like, a if that ghoul ever comes back. Because I guess it's, like, he didn't get all of them, right? Yeah, maybe. Because he only got the, the dad ghoul, so maybe it was, like, give me a call if, like case stuff starts the baby ghouls up. come to being yeah 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 maybe it was also just a good lay like <laughs> call me <laughs> call me everyone another good lay true yeah and she didn't for 12 years so that says something <laughs> i think <laughs> literally he says when he called john dropped everything He raced it down. He drove all night. And, like, Dean is watching all this. And by this point, by the way, he has pulled out a gun. Yeah. <laughs> like, just solidly. Just pulled out a gun. You have under the table. <laughs> aim right at this that kid. So, I felt, like, kind of, like... Like, the entire scene, the moment Dean pulls out that gun, and then every single second, he's just, like, pointing it more and more at Adam's direction and, like... Whatever it is that they do when they pull back that thing. Like, I was like, good lord. What the fuck is Dean doing? But okay, fine. At this point, Adam has drank the holy water. Nothing happens. He goes to start eating. He holds the silverware and nothing happens. He's, he's reminiscing. He's saying like, oh yeah, he taught me poker and pool And he bought me my first beer when I was 15. Horrible. He showed me how to drive. And yeah, he had this beautiful 67 Impala. And Dean is just like, oh, fuck you. Like, just let's stop this all at once. But 
I want to dissect the Adam lines first. Mm-hmm. I think it, what's supposed to the be the thing here is like doesn't Dean mention like drinking beer when he was young? Yeah. With John. It would be in fifteen twenty, wouldn't it? I'm sure it happens oh, yeah. earlier as well, but isn't he, the, he says the something about like this is the first heaven. beer we shared and it was so bad. It was like actually terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And also when did Dean learn how to drive? Earlier than sixteen. Definitely. I think so. so. I don't know. I think, I think this is part of the reason why this is what pisses Dean off, because especially the poker and pool part, it's like we know that Sam and Dean use these like poker and pool to earn money. Mm-hmm. We know that because we've seen it. The pool by the, the pool anyhow, like the poker. I think we have. We will see it. Like, Sam does play poker at some point. Also, in Bugs, doesn't Dean get money from poker? Like, he comes out of the bar at the beginning and that's, no, that's what pool. doing. No, are you sure? Okay. That's pool, yeah. That's what I'm saying, that, like, they earn money using this shit. And so, it must hurt to be, like, oh, the poker and pool, which is, like, something that we had to learn. Or, well, I had to learn to sustain myself is something that, like, John taught Adam as, like, a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Sharing your first beer, I don't know, it's, like... Six years below the legal age. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Drinking age is 21. I don't think that's bad, though. Like, yeah, letting a kid 15 years old drink. You think it's bad? I think it's bad, yeah. Oh, I think if you do it with parental supervision... I think it's actually better because it's like, yeah, I think uh, kids are gonna drink anyway. Supervision, but I think the at fifteen. Well, okay, the thing is, John yeah. buys it for Adam, right? So like, <laughs> yeah, that, that means it wasn't like it doesn't necessarily mean that Adam like was like <laughs> begging him to like, like I want to like see what it's like to drink like i don't know i feel like i read if he bought me my first beer when i was 15 it's just like john sprung it on him and he was like okay that's a cool thing to do uh you don't drink so like that's i true. understand that but i guess um, i don't many yeah, people at age 15, at age 15 are begging to have a drink yeah huh. so interesting yeah. and i do i i like something that I just sound so like my parents did it, so it's fine. <laughs> but like, like something my parents would do is like make like when I drink, they like they like make it so that like I am drinking in front of them, so that they know what I'm drinking and how much. It's better this way than like have you like drink somewhere else with yeah, other I agree people with that. who, especially if it's like your peers and you're all like fucking fifteen and none of you know what your limits are, you know. And so it's it's better to just do it, like, whatever, at home. <laughs> so th- this is not actually... This is something that I was like, yeah, that's a good, fun, dad-kid bonding experience. And I was like, John's an irresponsible parent and awful for this. <laughs> yeah. And then showing how to drive, I suppose, is like... I don't know. I don't know what Dean's driving history is. Poor, the, the, yeah, this did make me sad. And Dean was like, yeah, you're lying to me. Be on the lookout. <laughs> to 
Adam goes, no, I'm not. And he just goes, yeah, you are. They're so funny. They're already brothers. It's like they're already living the brother life. Mm-hmm. Adam is like, um, who the hell are you to call me a liar? And this is when Dean reveals that, like, oh, we're John's children. He goes, we are his sons. <laughs> God, he's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And Adam replies to this, like, with, I've got brothers. He's happy. Because he's a ghoul being so, so funny. Yeah, he's pleased by this. And Dean says, no, you don't have brothers. Um, I don't know if you're whatever you are, but I don't know what game you're playing here. Dean goes to leave, but Adam says, I can prove it. Yeah, so we go inside his house um, where his mom died earlier. Uh, Dean is being shown a photo of Adam and John at a baseball game because this was something that they did together for Adam's 14th birthday. Sam cross-references that in the journal. It's true. Dean goes, he took you to a freaking baseball game. Adam goes like, yeah, why? What did dad do with you on your birthday? And Dean's face just twitches. God, so funny, so funny, so funny. And the thing is, like, this this fucking ghoul knows mm-hmm. that John is a hunter and probably knows that he treated his kids so poorly or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he literally is just fucking taunting Dean. Exactly. Specifically. It's, it's so great. funny. I love it. Yeah, I love it even. Also, every time Adam calls John dad, like, it does jump scare me a little, which is the point, I think, so... Good on them for that. Does it also jump scare you when I call John dad? Yes, of course. <laughs> Every time I do that and then like I go back to edit or whatever, I also get jump scared when I go, but that is blah blah I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Sam's like on this. Like he's ready to accept Adam into like the family because he says like, Adam, you said you called dad because your mom was missing. Which, yeah, I feel like if he was talking to someone else, he'd say John. Like, he's saying dad in the, like, your dad way, not in the my dad way, it feels like. But also in an or, our well, dad our way. dad way. He, yeah, he says, Adam, you said you called dad because your mom was missing. And turns out she's been gone for three days. She didn't show up to work on Wednesday. Uh, and then this is when Dean sees the picture of john and kate hugging that looks very similar to the photo of john and mary that was on sam's nightstand in 101 and yeah she does look like mary so (laughs) adam says that the hospital supervisor called the cops he drove down here he feels guilty about not being here the police weren't able to find anything but he knows that she wouldn't leave without telling anyone So they go to her room to check. There's more photos of Kate and John and Adam together. He's looking around. And then Adam asks him, what else can you tell me about dad? And Dean says, you knew him. And Adam says, not as well as you. And Dean says, trust me, kid, you don't want to (laughs) know. Slay. Sam and Dean talk outside for a bit. Because Sam found some newspapers from 1990 that are about how there were 17 bodies 
missing from the graveyard, but were recovered from some abandoned shed. So that is probably why John was here. Because he is in the photograph. <laughs> looking like a creep. Just a form in the back. Yeah. I can't believe, like, whoever published this newspaper was like, yeah, there's this guy, like, lurking in the back looking menacingly at this whole affair. Yeah. And he is also, like, a new person in town. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's that's nothing. It's probably nothing. Yeah, it's even probably nothing. I mean, we, we found the bodies. We don't know who took them. There's this creepy guy, yeah. but what else? Yeah, and criminals frequently go back to the scene of the crimes and, like, looks at investigation and stuff. But who even give a shit? Who give a shit? They don't know anything about the hunt because those were the pages that John ripped out of the journal. But recently, last month, three bodies disappeared from the local cemetery. So whatever he's hunting may be back. The two living people missing are Kate and a bartender named Joe Barton, who I we find out later used to be a cop, so like I'm glad he quit his job. So Dean comes back in um, and finds out that Kate did not know Joe Barton, and then he notices that there are scratches on the floor of the bedroom, so they lift up the mattress and see that there's a large vent right under the bed. And then there's a, a cute little scene where, like, they look at each other and non-verbally decide to start playing rock, paper, scissors. And Dean loses. Hell yeah. Dean usually loses, right? Because he always picks scissors. Yes, that is like a... There are so... Isn't there already an episode way back? I think it was like the mm-hmm. one where they Verdine goes into a thing. I think it was bugs actually. They do rock, paper, scissors to who goes into the fucking hole. Doesn't Sam go into the fucking hole though? Oh no, that's different. They were supposed to do the rock, paper, scissors and in the last minute Sam goes, I'll just do it. Oh. And then there's but there is one where like Yeah, where Sam go, goes like, like, ha, scissors every time. I think this is such a nice thing to bring up, and with such, like, casualness, Yeah, no, too. it's like, wow, they are brothers. In an episode where they have a new brother, you mm-hmm. know? It's interesting. Like, in this scene, I had the thought of, like, yeah, like, there is more to family than, like, blood it's about like you know growing up together blah 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 and then i like the other part of my brain got really defensive and was like no but like adam really is their brother (laughs) even if they didn't grow up together like it still also does mean something that they had the same father blah 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 i don't think it ever does unless they decide it does well of course but like to Sam and Dean, I think it does matter that there is this other aspect of John's life that yeah. they didn't have access to, and now they have access to. And there was this kid that John treated this way in a way that he never treated Sam and Dean. Yeah, and like I mean, that does mean something. It means something that they're both projecting on him. <laughs> it doesn't mean that it automatically makes them family in the way that Supernatural tries to do the family bit but fails so severely. I just mean that it means something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they both have complicated feelings around Adam because of what he represents about themselves to them. Though, I mean, I I do think that Sam is pretty fast willing to, like, 
welcome Adam in as, like, a member of the family or whatevs. Yeah. Dean loses the rock, paper, scissors. He's upset, but he goes inside of the air vent. At the end, he sees a lot of blood and then, like, bits of, like, flesh and bone Hair. and stuff. And scalp. Yeah. Yep. R.I.P. We go to Sam and Dean's motel room and it's just the two of them. Uh, Dean is cleaning a weapon or whatever. And there is this really funny post about mystery spot. Yeah, We've all seen like, it. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, I've seen it. You think? You reblogged it. Well, yeah, but this is me. And I didn't reblog it. it because I didn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> but I thought it was the funniest shit. <laughs> we just, the, the, the post is like, oh, people were attacking me when I said that Dean cleans all of the guns. And Sam girls were like, hey, Sam also cleans guns. <laughs> and the only picture they would send is like from Mystery Spot when Dean was dead. So fucking funny. Well, Dean does clean the guns. Like, that is his job. I'm sure that Sam also cleans the guns. <laughs> They need to have gun cleaning equality. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Adam comes into the Mosaw room and he is asking Sam and Dean, like, who the hell are you guys? And um, Sam is trying to do the, like, calm down, like, taming, like, calming down a horse kind of mm-hmm. voice. And Dean is just straight up not talking. Adam is saying, like, oh, my house is a crime scene. My mom's probably dead. And you told me to call the cops, but also that you need to go before the cops show up. If he had looked them up... I mean, this is a ghoul, so it doesn't matter. If this was real Adam and he had looked them up, like, he'd be out of here. I mean, like, even John Winchester, if he looked John Winchester up... Yeah, it's like, father of serial killer Sam and Dean Winchester. And he said, like, I also heard you talking about stuff earlier. What really is going on? And Sam just goes, like, we're hunters. And Dean is shouting at Sam to, like, stop talking. And Sam goes, he deserves to know, Dean. They explain it to him. Adam is like, so every, like, monster movie is real? Every nightmare? And Dean goes, Godzilla's just a movie. He wished it was real. Dean literally wishes Godzilla was real. Are we calling him a monster fucker? What's happening? No! (laughs) What? What does he want? I just think he would think... I just think he would think, like, a Godzilla is cool. The same way he was like, oh my god, vampires. We could kill a vampire that's so cool. You You mean zombies? Did he... Was that about zombies? Yeah. Wasn't he always like that with the vampires? Maybe. Well, whatever. Whenever they have a cool monster to hunt, Dean is like, oh, this monster is so cool, I can't wait to kill it. <laughs> and I feel like he would feel the same way about Godzilla. Yeah. Dean Winchester is a deeply strange individual. I think you're the one who pointed out that, like, wait, but, like, he really likes the idea of this monster. Why does he want to kill it? And it's, like, the thing that he really likes is the idea of killing it. This yeah. That's why. Adam just goes, like, okay, and Dean is in disbelief. Okay, here's the part where we bring up yet again, like, at this point, why do they need to hide it from Adam? That they're hunters? Yeah. And that all of this shit is real. Because, like, Adam's 
mom's mom is died. dead from this so like yeah. this is the point during the hunt when they often tell well they don't tell everybody like plenty of people they don't tell whose families but die like, they don't tell them what happened yeah but a lot of those people is like the monster has been dealt with and probably not and like won't attack again or whatever this monster is on the loose and they're just fucking leaving this town because that's what they're doing there right now they're leaving this town wait they are yeah they're packing to leave oh they are because the cops are gonna show up well no i no i just thought they just well they told adam to call the cops to his house so they're leaving the house so that they're not at the house when the cops showed up i didn't think they were leaving permanently okay well, I just still think it's, like, so odd that they just won't tell Adam when Adam is, like, in direct line of danger. I mean, Dean has his whole thing later where he's, like, John specifically wanted Adam to not know about monsters, so keeping that is more important than his safety. There's a difference between becoming a mon- like, knowing about- <laughs> Well, there's a difference between that, too. But there's a difference between knowing about monsters and being a hunter, and, like, I think De- Dean's argument is more on dad didn't want Adam to have this life. But he of, was also, wasn't he also, like, 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 dad lied to him about his job so that, like, he wouldn't even know about monsters in the first place? Isn't that, like, part of it? I think that, I don't know, isn't Dean sort of under the impression that, like, anyone who's, like, worth a damn as soon as they know about monsters, they will become a hunter. Like, isn't that sort of why he hates- but, like, it's- it's why he hates Bella so much that she knows about monsters, but, like, she isn't a hunter. She, like, has this other job that hurts people. Yeah, but I think that's more of, like, taking advantage of the stuff you know about the occult and the etc. and the supernatural and using that to earn money- to the expense of the people who sure. could be helped by those knowledge. But, like, for example, Adam is like, okay, I'm going to become a doctor because I'm in free metal already. And then becomes a doctor. And it's just like a fucking doctor. You don't have to be a hunter to help people. But, like, d- does Dean know that? Well, we can't all just be fucking hunters. I Manchester, gr- so well, I'm assuming he knows that. Okay. I don't, I I just think he has this weird thing. Do you think he would think that that like he's better than other people because of his job? Yes. Why? Cuz he's a dick and I don't like him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I think um Dean may have a more expansive definition of hunters than than what I am thinking of it. Cuz like for Dean, it's like, oh, if you know about the supernatural and you're doing something in some way to help with accordance to that knowledge, then you're a hunter automatically. So maybe mm-hmm. if Adam was like a doctor who is helping people who are like, you know, affected by monsters and stuff, mm-hmm. like to him, like that's still a hunter because he knows about the supernatural. Sure, yeah. Like, a lot of times, Bobby doesn't do the type of shit Sam and Dean does. He mostly is on the back end but doing research. he also research. does do field work. Yeah, but, like, most of the yeah. time, he's, like, doing the FBI, whatever, Yeah, Dean whatever, considers whatever. Bobby a hunter. I mean, I would yeah, consider Bobby a hunter. Yeah, Dean considers Bobby a hunter. I would, too. But, like, is um, 
Is Rufus a hunter? Like Rufus is specifically Rufus is an not doing the hunting shit anymore. Rufus is an ex-hunter, but Dean would still consider him a current hunter because of his knowledge. And because he's using that knowledge in some way to help by providing um, information and providing materials. I don't know, like, Garth is, well, one, a werewolf, two, a dentist. But, like, Dean also considers him a hunter, even if he's not doing the hunter job specifically, mm. just because of the knowledge. And I think I can go on and on. Jody's a cop. Well, it's like, and Dean well, thinks he's, like, like these Dean people do, he's like, an occasional of the hunt on the side if they're, like, if something in their area seems up, right? So, like, that's what makes them a hunter to Dean, that they sometimes do field work, that they're, like, willing to do field work if necessary. Yeah, but, like, Dean's complaint is, like, we can't let Adam have the life we live. But the thing is, just because you're a hunter... Well, just because you know about the supernatural doesn't mean you have to be a hunter. And just because you're a hunter doesn't mean you need to live the way Sam and Dean does. Bobby has a house. Jody has a house. Garth has a house. You know? Wait, okay, well, Garth comes... Garth and Jody come later. Like, wait, what are we Very discussing later, right yeah. now? Like, Dean's perspective of what a hunter life is. Yeah. It's, like, not representative of all hunters. <laughs> Hashtag not all hunters. I don't know. And so, like... I like Dean's argument of like we can't let Adam know about this because it automatically means that if he knows about the supernatural then he's automatically a hunter and he if he's a hunter then he's going to have the same life we does we do and mm-hmm. dad specifically doesn't want him to have the life that we do and it's like that's not the that's not an automatic like just because he knows about the supernatural doesn't mean that he's going to become a hunter and just because he's a hunter doesn't mean that he's going to live the life the way you do and doesn't mean that he's going to hunt the way you do and doesn't mean that he won't have another job that he also does that's true but according to sam he can't have any friends it's a life (laughs) yeah but he like he's so funny yeah. I was half expecting him to say, like, it's not a job, it's a calling, and I was like, he should have been a priest, he literally should have been, probably. Mm. Sam would live such a fantastic life if he was a priest hunter. Hmm. Yeah. I think he would He would have a slaycation moment. Probably. But, okay, yeah, okay, so you're just saying that Dean's logic here in trying to hide what hunting is from Adam is faulty, I agree. <laughs> yeah, thank you, after 20 minutes of discussion. It's just kind of, I, I thought that we were stop. discussing, because I said, because I said what, I said that, like, it's because Dean thinks that it means that, like, Adam would be a hunter, and then you were like, I don't think that that's what Dean thinks, so then when it became a different topic of discussion, I got confused. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just, like, definition of terms is where we're, like, where Dean and I disagree. Like, Dean, whatever, whatever, yeah. At some point, Dean goes, like, oh, you're supposed to say we're liars, we're crazy. Nobody just says, okay. And Adam, <laughs> who is a ghoul? Like, I, I want to point out that this is not Adam, Adam. He goes, well, you're my brothers. You're telling me the truth, right? Then I believe you. And it's like, he's so funny. He really he's, is. He's so funny. Absolutely hilarious. Sam, like, talks about, like, what fucking thing got his mom and that they haven't figured it out yet 
and Adam asks if maybe she's still alive, and they say no, probably. Oh no, they actually don't say anything. Which we've talked about this, how annoying it is that like when mm. they're breaking news, like they just do not say shit. Adam says that he wants in. Yeah, Dean says no, and like Sam goes, Dean, he lost his mother. Maybe we can understand what that feels like. And Dean makes the case, as you said, that like, oh, John was protecting this kid. Um, he didn't want Adam to have our lives. He says, why do you going think to he ripped out the pages as part of this? Yeah. What? Okay, is that in fitting with your, like, he ripped it out before he gave it to Dean theory? Like, does Dean think he tried to hide this kid from us so that we couldn't pull him into our lives like what does that mean yeah probably huh interesting stuff so dean thinks that john thinks that sam and dean would come and force this kid to be a hunter not really but like it's a connection and like for example if the if like john was missing and john was gone for a long time and john like knew he was gonna be gone for a long time because he was ominous as hell about it Mm -hmm. and so maybe he's thinking oh if dean like scours this journal and finds this one piece and goes like what if dad had a kid from that time and goes to that place and finds out about you know and it's like yeah so adam then gets called because he's looking for john i need to find my dad to blah blah thing yeah Sure. Dean just goes around the United States finding potential John kids going, hey, I know your dad, and also he, he's missing. Help me find him. I mean, society, if Sam said no that first time, so then Dean was just going around, like, rustling all the atoms of the world up. Adam asks, like, do I get a say in this? And Sam and Dean both say no at the same time, but, yeah. like, Dean being, like, shouty, and Sam's, like, defeated, like, no. Mm-hmm. And Dean storms out, and Adam goes, is he always like that? And Sam goes, welcome to the family. And then he goes to teach Adam how to handle a gun. I do want to say something about the whole, like, Adam probably never had an angry John around. Yeah. Because John was just never around and was never in any situation where he is to be angry in that way around Adam. Though. I don't, like, have you ever had your dad try to teach you something? You get yelled at no matter what. Like, I'm sure during the pool, I don't don't think John is that patient of a guy. John shouts at people. I don't think he has the patience to teach Adam poker and pool. But I also think that the ghoul fully made that up, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think the ghoul made the... The baseball um, game is real. But I'm remembering that when they bring Adam back to life and they're like, please do this because of our shared connection to John. He says, I did not know that guy like that. Yeah. And he said, right, like, I'm not the Winchester. I'm a Milligan, which is so cool. I love that guy. So like, or did he say that or did he say that in my head, in my family? He probably said that in real life. (laughs) Okay. So like in real life, a.k.a. Supernatural. Yeah. So, like, I think that, I think that he, that the school could have fully made up the pool and the poker. <laughs> or it was probably just, like, John tried to teach him and then got frustrated, like, after five minutes and then gave up. When, like, specifically the, the Sam and Adam conversation at the end is, like, Sam decides to start teaching Adam how to shoot and Adam goes, Dean said, 
which means that he's already, like, doing the, like, I think Dean is the boss of this family thing. F. Dean's energy really is that rancid. Sam has his whole, like, I know what Dean said, but I also know what it's like to want revenge, etc., etc. Like, he really is just projecting all over this guy. Good for him. In the cemetery, Dean's disguised as an FBI person asking around about the missing bodies, and he's being given a tour by the cemetery director. The cemetery director, like, is sort of creepy. Like, I thought he was gonna turn on Dean at some point, but, like, no, he's just like this. Like, he asks, tell me, Agent Nugent, have you thought about where you might like to spend eternity? And it literally is just him trying to sell a cemetery plot. It is not a threat or anything. Iconic. Yeah. This is a true professional. Yeah, this is not a job. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and Dean notices that one of the areas where body was stolen there's this liquid that's spilled that is not blood, it's embalming fluid, which means that whoever took the corpses also opened them up. Dean's next recon is that he goes to the bar where Joe Barton worked, and there's a bartender there who says that the first beer is free for cops and feds. Boo. So Dean asks her about Joe Barton, and she introduces herself as his wife. They f- Dean finds out during this conversation that Joe Barton was a cop briefly a long time ago, and he was involved in the grave robbery case that happened in 1990. He was supposedly the one who found the bodies, and apparently, like, the version of the story he told his wife was that He had a little help from a specialist, and even though they never found who stole the bodies, Joe said, we took care of what done it. Crazy. Yeah. Men love to be ominous and not tell their wives things. The way this is delivered is she's like... Like... It doesn't feel like No, it feels like, oh, we found who it was and we killed them. (laughs) No, no, no. I mean, like, the way she delivers this doesn't feel like, you know, like... She's talking about a story that her missing husband told her. It's like, oh, I heard, I overheard, you know? Like, that's the vibe of the conversation. That's true. Which does make it, like, disconcerting to me because it's like... Yeah, she should be worried. Like, if my significant other, like, comes home... Well, first of all, I'm never gonna be involved with a cop in this. Yeah. But, like... If, 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 like, somebody comes home and it's like, oh, yeah, there's this really, really rough thing that happened, but don't worry. We took care of what done it. I'll be like, that is absolutely fucking terrifying. What are you talking about? And I wouldn't be telling it to, well, strangers. I mean, I guess she thinks this is a fed who's investigating the case. But, like, I wouldn't be telling it to Mm -hmm. people and, like... Haha, isn't it so funny that he said that? I'll be like, what if my husband is a fucking serial killer? Yeah. Like, what if he did it? I don't know. Mm. Hey, hey, guess what Sam's doing in this scene? Ah, but he's teaching someone to do it. Guess what 
Sam is doing in this scene, Gray, and also whoever posted that fucking Tumblr post. I wonder what action. Okay, you have you have two guesses, but it rhymes with means a mock gun. He Sam's cleaning a gun, so Sam and Adam are talking. Well, Sam again is cleaning a gun. like dean is always cleaning the gun and everyone was like no sam's cleaning the guns too here's a mystery like it's your duty as a sam girl to know your sam lore (laughs) well i think that for all that person picked and chose i think that there was there was cherry picking in that (laughs) academic paper i think that peer review should have caught it exactly and supernatural above all else is an academic endeavor yes I, okay, to clarify, I'm not actually mad at whoever posted that, but yeah. So, Adam asks Sam how John really died. Every time I say John in this episode, they are saying dad, just so you know, but I refuse to say that. And I will say it forever and ever. Sam says it was a demon. Adam asks, did you hunt it down? Did you get revenge? And Sam says... Dean killed it. So Adam says, so it's over for you. And Sam looks at Adam dramatically and goes, it's never over. It's never (laughs) over. That's literally a Katy Perry song. (laughs) I mean, like, this life isn't over for him because, like, there's the fucking apocalypse. But, like, does he view anything he's doing right now as, like, getting revenge for Mary or for John? For Jess? I don't know. For Jess, too? Like... I mean, I guess at this point, it's like getting revenge for Dean, but he's not acting that way about it. Yeah. And I suppose that's the point. The point is that getting revenge is not really about the person you're getting revenge for. It's about yourself. Mm -hmm. And Sam's not there yet, though, so... (laughs) (laughs) The lights go out, and then there's sounds about Sam, like... He gets his gun, and he just swings it about wildly. <laughs> like, I don't know, he's making very fast jerking motions with it. It looked silly. He is so funny in this scene. It's so goofy. It's so silly looking. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Because Sam has done this thing, like, multiple times before, but this is the only one where I'm like, oh, that's Jared who's acting in there. Yeah, this is noticeably weird. Are they trying to show that he's more nervous than usual because he's, like, protecting someone who he's decided to care about very quickly? I don't know. Did he not care about literally anyone else? Supernatural puts a lot of emphasis on family. And he's very used to hunting with Dean already, so he probably would trust that Dean can hold his own in a situation like this. But, like, Adam is... Pamela! Yeah, was he this nervous with Pamela? Or I guess that I mean, was more like the more danger about... was already there, yeah. so it's not she like... Sherry got stabbed. Looking out for danger. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so there's a vent near the ceiling that Sam thinks that the monster is in. They run out of the motel to Adam's car. Sam's about to get in the car. He... Like, makes Adam give him the keys, and while he's approaching the car... Why even? 
I don't know. Like, he just doesn't trust Adam's driving. Like, you don't know this car, Sam. All you've driven is the, like, fucking Impala and that one rental car that one time. Yeah, and also, like, this is such... This is a much bigger car than either of those. And uh, the size of the car does affect how you drive it. So, like... Whatever, whatever. Also, I'm not sure that's true. I heard it from literally everybody else in my life who drives, because I don't drive. I think that's true. Um, But as Sam approaches the car, something underneath it grabs his ankle. Grabs his ankle. Okay, while Sam Sam approaches the car... Sorry, sorry. (laughs) You're preventing me from... This is to prevent me from like being able to re-say it so that you can edit it to make it sound like I said it right the whole time. This is you're trying to force grabs his ankle into the podcast so everyone knows that I said that. For real. Well he does grab his ankle. Fine. You know what? At this point it's too late. He grabs his fucking ankle. <laughs> well, I suppose the whole bit with the exchanging keys is more of like getting, making sure that like Sam is the one who gets grabbed and not Adam. Yeah, that is because like what it is. obviously the person's gonna grab the person who's like entering the seat. It's just mm-hmm. so contrived the way they get there. Sam gets pulled under the car, but he manages to keep himself upright overall. Dean comes running back as well, so he and Adam both pull Sam free. When they move the truck, it is shown that there was a sewer grate that is open underneath, so that's that's where the monster came out of. Uh, they discuss a little bit about the attack that just happened. They will not be able to find the monster in the sewers. Sam and Dean figure out that who it's been going after are Joe Barton, Kate Milgan, and this was a trap for Adam, which means that the monster is going after people who are related to John and, like, the time that he did a case in this town. Yeah. Dane goes, at least we know why it's back, and Adam goes, it wants revenge. So true, ghoul guy. Love you. I know. I mean, what I find, like, then most of that back end of that conversation of Sam and Dane is actually, like, seen, like, with Adam in front. Mm -hmm. Like, Adam is, like, in profile while Sam and Dane are talking about this. And it's just, I'm thinking about this from, like, the ghoul's perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Of, like, Sam and Dane are doing all this, saying all this, and, like, they're finally figuring out why all of this is happening. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he wants revenge. Yeah. He's like telling Sam and Dean, oh, I'm doing this for revenge for my mom. And it is him doing revenge for his dad. For his dad. Wonderful. We go back to the mom's house, right? They do this thing where they let Adam just go upstairs by himself. Mm. Stupid move. Why are you doing this? Like, we just established that the ghoul is out to get him. I don't know. Why are you leaving him alone at any given opportunity? But, um, like, Dean is saying that, like, oh, Adam needs to pack up so they can hit the road. And Sam is just like, no, we shouldn't. And also, he's on the kitchen. He's seated down and he's propping up his foot to the other seat. Mm. 
And at this moment, I didn't realize that he was doing it because he's injured. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, he's making himself feel at home. And I was like, go, Sam. <laughs> go, Sam. Well, yeah. Dean is saying that they need to drop the kid off at Bobby's. Yeah, and then Sam and Dean are going to kill this, whatever this thing, this thing is. I do find it interesting that Dean calls the kid the kid. Yeah. I think I've been doing it this uh, much yeah. of this episode also. I mean, yeah, I've also been calling Adam the kid. I mean, he's he's a college student, so he he feels he like a is. kid. Sam is just there lounging around going, eh, well, we got no leads, no anything. And what, what we do have is what this thing wants. And Dana's like, oh, you want to use the kid as bait? That's why you want to stay here and get, you know, upset about mm-hmm. it. He could die. Sam is like, no, but we can train Adam, blah, blah, blah. And we could all die. <laughs> and like, even if we... <laughs> Sam is so funny, honestly. What if the kid dies? Well, we're all gonna die anyway. <laughs> like, it's so true. Yeah, he listened to Memento Mori recently and he was like, that's a great point, Will Wood. <laughs> He was like, thanks, Willwood. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, oh, I guess the point is that with the apocalypse upcoming, like, he's not yeah. really betting on longevity for anybody, so he's more willing to do this. Okay, also, didn't Dean ask, like, a literal 10-year-old to be bait in something wicked 118? Didn't that happen? Yes. Yeah. Yes, but... To be fair to that one, I think it is different when it's like, if we get rid of this, we can save your brother or whatever. Is that true? Or is that not true? Yeah. Is that a lie? Yeah, his brother's sick in the hospital. It's different when it's to save a life versus when it's... Just to kill... Like, you are the target. The ghoul. Uh, Yeah. Because as far as we know, like, she doesn't want anything other than... Just to get Adam and then, like, go back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I suppose. Though, I mean, they still don't know who it is and they still aren't sure. I guess they still don't know for sure that, like, the ghoul would stop killing afterwards. You know what I thought of when you said that is that Dean was used as bait in Something Wicked when they were kids. That's what I thought you were talking about. Oh, no. You did gaff about that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Sam was bait. Mostly. Sam was bait, yeah. Dean was there to kill the Striga. Sam was the bait. Mm, yeah. In this scene, Sam is basically being like, Adam can both be the Sam and the Dean. Yeah. <laughs> like, he could be the bait and he can also kill the thing. Like, good for him, honestly. <laughs> and I mean, of course it's different because Sam and Dean were like small children. Yeah. Versus Adam now who is, you know... <laughs> Uh, twenty-year-old minor or whatever. <laughs> I I still think it's like not a great suggestion because yeah, like we said, like if we're like pretty sure that like the ghoul only wants to kill Adam, then like just get Adam out of here and call it a day. Like it's a revenge-driven thing only, I guess is the point, which is why it feels yeah worse than the Shriga in Something Wicked. I mean, the thing about Sam and Dean is. Every single time there's something else, someone else on screen, it's a projection material. <laughs> and in that episode, it was like Dean was projecting to the kid, right. like, 
the the part of him that wanted to take care of Sam. Yeah, like I couldn't save Sam back then. So now let's once this kid is used as bait, he'll be so happy that he was help he helped save his brother. Yeah, and here the the thing that Dean is projecting is his desire to not have have to have gone through all that yes. shit, you know? Uh-huh. If we're looking at it from like what are Sam and Dean's moral stances in these situations and it's like they're deriving from their own experiences and from different facets of those experiences. Mm-hmm. And that's why this is how it is. Right. What is what is Sam projecting specifically here? Just like I mean he he is on his like dad was right kick right now. Revenge. Yeah. It's their revenge is the big one, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, like, Adam should have a chance to kill the thing that killed his mom. Because, yeah. yeah, I Sam didn't get to kill Azazel, and then Dean got yeah. the nod of approval from John, who completely walked past Sam <laughs> and then went to heaven. <laughs> so... Every time we bring that up, we just go, what the fuck were they doing? But seriously, what the fuck was that? Snoke's trying to claim that Kevin couldn't go to heaven. (laughs) And like, the thing is, like, I don't know if I said this in the podcast, or maybe I said a completely different thing, but that was like one of those things where you just forget it happens. Yeah. And so every time it happens, you're like completely shocked to your core. Like, what the fuck is this? I completely forgot about this. And you forget it because it's so stupid. Yeah. But now I remember it because it's so stupid. Funny as fuck, though. Because I feel like every time people are mad about the Kevin thing, they're like, that's not true, because, like, John's, like, mentioned to be in heaven in the finale, and it's like, well, no, that's not true, because John in season two went to fucking heaven. (laughs) Yeah. No, because you can make the argument that, like, in season 15, they already changed, like, the heaven deal. So, like, now Kevin can go to heaven, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, no, in season two, they did it. So, did something change between season two and season the beginning of season 15? Maybe so. Maybe so. I don't know. Maybe so. But, yeah. Perhaps. Perchance, even. Yeah, Sam keeps on going. He says, even if we do kill this thing, there are tons of other freaks that want revenge on dad and on us. He says, so like, freaks. What if they find... Yeah, what if they find the ki- kid instead and he's not ready? And so his point here is like, I suppose we just, we have to prepare him because he already is in the life no matter what. Yeah. Like the argument that we can't bring him into the life doesn't work when, whether we bring him in or not, he's already in. Yeah, okay. So about the the use of the word freaks, like obviously that's a very freak charged yeah. word for Sam. Yeah. He's a sick bitch. Oh, he likes freak sex. (laughs) I mean, other than that, he also does, like, say, you know, stuff about being freaking, etc. Yeah, doesn't he go, like... Isn't that what causes him to break an after-school special? I'm a whole new level of freak! Yeah, yeah, no, but also, isn't that what causes him to, like, beat up Dirk so hard as being called a freak? Does he also punch Dean at some point because he gets called a freak by him? Freaking Supernatural is... Used as a as a substitution slur for something. So the fact that Sam is saying it now, I I think part of it is just that he's trying to distance himself from monsterhood really hard, and part of that means cosplaying like 
the big strong hunter like John, like Dean sometimes when he's pretending. So like that's part of that word choice. It is interesting that he's like like because my like what I thought like well we could all die is about like well the apocalypse is happening. But no, he's like specifically there are things that want to kill us and John, who is already dead. Like when was the last time anyone wanted revenge? On Sam and Dean. Meg. But that's a different thing, I feel. That's true. But that was in season two. Who is getting revenge on Sam and Dean? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I was like, Jenny, but like, that comes later. <laughs> Jenny is a later revenge. So it was true. Somebody was coming to get on them for revenge reasons. Yeah. Sam was right. God, yeah. that's so funny. It's so funny Still that they did that. episode. And the fact... <laughs> the fact that it's like, hey, Jenny, and we're supposed to know who the fuck that is when they never mentioned that name in the episode she was in. Like, okay, slay. It's great. Supernatural is so unserious. Yeah. Okay, so part of the projecting is that Sam wishes that he could have revenge more than he does. And also, what if they find the kid instead and he's not ready? Is that like... Something that Sam's just saying, or is that like a strong belief that he holds? I don't. I think he does not gaff about this. He's just saying shit. Yeah, because I guess there is something to be said about like, like Jessica died because he thought that he was safe, but Azazel found yeah. him anyway. He'd let his guard down and all that shit by that point. Adam is currently in college studying pre med. <laughs> So, like, I think that he could definitely be projecting a lot of his Stanford self onto Adam and, like, finding his Stanford self weak and lacking in the current mindset he's in. But, yeah, I don't know. They really do not mention Jess in this show. Isn't there, like, a scene in, like, season, like, 12 or some shit where Sam's like, and I still think about Jessica every day, and it's like, well, that's nice. I wish this was shown in any way. Does he say that in season 12? I don't know. There's a later season thing where he does say that he still thinks about Jess a lot. And he does. I think that's true. And I think he does say Jessica, which it oh. like, huh. I don't know. That's don't know. different. That's not like the person he knew. That's just like the event. I think it's also just like when you're talking to someone who didn't know her, it's like it's easier to use the more formal names blah 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 sure but i don't know maybe i'm completely lying maybe this is just completely untrue well we'll find out in like five years or so we'll find shit. out as sam is saying all this shit adam comes in uh he goes i'll do it whatever it takes i'll do it i want to do it slay and like sam does have kind of like a look i mean i suppose it is a bit it's a bit shameful to be heard yeah, saying, exactly. like, I want to use you as bait. Yeah, but he's not too ashamed. Mm-hmm. Sam's teaching Adam how to shoot outside. He's spray-painted a target on a no-trespassing sign, which is, yeah, Sam should have an Instagram, I think. He does a good job with his three shots, and then Adam has a go, and he does a pretty good job. All of them hit the sign, and... Two of them are inside, like, the inside circle and everything. Meanwhile, Dean is standing, like, several long feet away, like, shaking his head disapprovingly at all of this. 
Sam's mm-hmm. like clapping at him on the back and complimenting him and everything. I guess Sam's never really gotten to teach anyone anything. So like yeah. now that he has like a younger brother, it's like nice. I think I've said this before in the podcast, but there is something to say about how Sam like when you see him outside of the Sam and Dean dynamic is a leader type. Mm-hmm. Like he likes to teach, he likes to impart knowledge in this way. When the season 13 bit happens, he was the leader of that whole gang. But when he is with Dean, which is he is most of the time just with Dean, he becomes the, the smaller person, the little brother, the one who follows orders and the one who... Like, if he is to not follow orders, it needs to be a whole thing instead of just something that he does. Mm-hmm. I think for Sam, there is some gratification in being... In having someone like look up to you in this yeah. way and be able to teach them in this way. Like he can flex his like leadership skills. He can flex his big brother skills. Happy for him. Happy for him. Sorry, he's a ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, when at the end when Sam was like, why don't we ask Cass to bring him back? He was just like, I, I really want to teach someone shooting again. <laughs> he was like, I, I have I thought I was out of this like Having to deal with Dean by myself this whole time. Now I'm going to... Oh, this is so miserable. Yeah. He was really looking forward to having Adam in the backseat. Yeah, truly. Inside of the Milligan house, Sam's doing some reading and also telling Adam stories about hunts and things. And Adam's so impressed at like, oh, you used a homemade flamethrower? And Sam's like, yeah, they're easy to build. I'll show you. He is thriving. He's having a good time. And then he starts being such a guy. (laughs) Adam goes, that is some job you got, man. And Sam goes, being a hunter isn't a job, Adam. It's life. (laughs) Not even it's a life. Just it's life. Like, ball is life yeah. levels of sentence. <laughs> he literally says ball is life but for hunting. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, you're pre-med. You got a girlfriend? Friends? And Adam nods. And Sam goes, not anymore, you don't. <laughs> Sam said, break up with your girlfriend, we're going hunting. God. Like, Adam agreed to be bait on one case. Like, are we really here? It's crazy, because it's not like, I don't think Adam is like, I'm going to become a hunter forever and ever. He's just like, Uh, I want to do this this thing thing because this, this... So I want to be in on this. Yeah. And Sam's like, okay, well, quit school, break up with your girlfriend, let's go. Sam says, that's the price we pay. And I keep on thinking, but like, for what? Uh, (laughs) Like, what what do you buy? (laughs) (laughs) Like, a miserable life. (laughs) The satisfaction of saving saving people. people, Right. (laughs) Saving people. But like, I don't know, it's just... (laughs) Dude, is it worth it? This is the price you pay? <laughs> wow. Are you are you really so arrogant to think your life above the 
six billion other people on this planet or whatever the fuck Lilith said. And his later was like, yeah. <laughs> God. Because, again, they do not acknowledge its terrible life like it's an episode that ever happened. <sighs> and in that episode, like, Sam, without all of the burden of knowing what hunting is like, without knowing all of the whatever, whatever, still wants to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, even without the context of his childhood anything, he wants to do it. I don't know. I feel like this is such a... If Sam thinks of it in that way, mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, we're asking, like, what's the the price to pay for what? And it's like, Sam answers it in that, like, episode, kind of. Like, yeah. oh, we can do this because it's, like, adrenaline, blah, blah, blah. But also, it's just, it's something that he was built to do. Like, something yeah. he was made to do. And also that, like, they could help people a lot is something he mentions also. Yeah, and it's just, like, I don't know. For Sam, it's like, yeah, that's the price you pay because you feel like it's the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. But, like, do you think that kind of argument, like, works for someone like Adam? You know? Adam wasn't raised into this. Adam wasn't. Doesn't have the proclivity to it or whatever. Sam's current era is fairly biodeterministic, I think. Yeah. So it could just yeah. be like you're John's child, you're a Winchester, and therefore. Yeah, but they also know that Mary is a hunter, and they know for a fact that Mary came from a hunter family, and they know well, not for a fact, but like oh, Dean thinks yeah. John didn't come from a hunter family, and in a way, John really did not come from a hunter family because his dad was not a hunter. He's a man of leather, and, he and also he, did, he wasn't him. raised by his dad. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. I feel like this conversation is just... It would have gone differently if Sam remembered that shit. Mm. But what the fuck? Well, what Sam says after not anymore you don't is if you're really gonna do this, you can't have those kinds of connections ever. They're weaknesses. You'll just put those people in danger, get them killed. Which, I mean, I guess is why I think of Jess... Like, you're in college, do you have a girlfriend? Well, you're gonna get her killed. God, he's being so dramatic, though. Like, only, like, only a ghoul would sit and nod along to this shit. But, like, Sam's just, like, so far into whatever he's far into that, like, he's not realizing. Like, if this was really Adam, Adam would have said, Dude, Uncleanse <laughs> and Sam would be like, oh, oh my, what? Okay, yeah, yeah, and you know, Sam has the price we pay line, and he says, "There's only one thing you can count on: family." Horrible, right? And this is all very laughable, but then like Dean pulls Sam aside and goes, <gasps> "Okay, we're here." Like, hey, what the fuck was that about? Dad gave you that exact same speech, remember? It was just before you ditched us for Stanford. Which, yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) Well, okay, it was just before you ditched us for Stanford. Does this mean, like, this was during the Stanford fight? Or does Dean mean, like, I think this is part of what prompted you to take the offer? Yeah. The second one? 
It's what prompted to, like, have the fight. So it was during the fight and not, like, during Sam's acceptance of the offer, you think? No, I mean, like, this is what prompted the fight. Right, okay. So Sam said, I'm going to Stanford. (laughs) John said, no, you can't. And then they had the fight. Is the timeline. I feel like if it was, like, during the fight itself or even close to that fight in that way, Dean would say, like... This, like, that's what dad said when you went to Stanford or whatever. Wait, what? Right before you ditched us for Stanford is, like, that's not very, like, that's a thesaurus.com rendition. That's a thesaurus.com rendition of what you just said. I don't think so. Okay. I think this means, like, a couple weeks before or, like, a couple months before. Just before is pretty close. Yeah. Yes. Also, okay, I guess quick quick note that it's still insane that Dean says ditch us for Stanford when John was literally the one who said if you leave, you can never ever come back. Like, wow, Dean is yeah. still a shithead about this. Good to know. Because the, the speech is, if you're going to be a real hunter, you need to get rid of everything else in your life. Because you're go and like the only real person in your life you can count on is your family. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not really indirect with the Stanford, because if the argument is you cannot have a life outside of hunting if you're gonna be a hunter, that's not really something you say to someone who's going. I think I'm gonna leave hunting. Well, no, I mean maybe it was just like I think that. I want to go to Stanford, but that doesn't mean I'm, like, leaving you guys. And it's like, no, it's all or nothing. I just do not see it as, like, a direct, like, thing with the fight. Okay. Like, this is more of, like, John says this, and then Sam is in, like, hearing this brewing, brewing, brewing. And then being, like, actually, I don't agree. I think that makes sense as an interpretation. Yeah, so then... Dean says, you hated dad for saying that stuff. And now you're quoting him? Sam says, yeah, well, turns out dad was right. Dean asks, since when? And Sam says, since always. Dean, when I look at Adam, you know what I see? Dean says, a normal kid. And Sam says, no, meat. Because to the demons and monsters out there, that's all he is. I hated dad for a long time. I did. But now I think I understand. So we didn't have a dog and a white picket fence. So what? Dad did right by us. He taught us how to protect ourselves. Adam deserves the same. This is this is what I mean when in like the conversation starts being about like what one deserves. Mm-hmm. What a crazy way to look at any of this is like something that is deserved or whatever. Yeah. Sam also says he deserves to know when he starts telling Adam yeah. about hunting. I feel like that felt like a, as a member of our family, he should have like truthfulness from us. Yeah, no, because the thing is, the argument is like, cut off all of your family and uh, oh. cut off all of your friends and everyone you love, etc. And like, Sam is conflating that with being given the ways and the knowledge to protect protect yourself yourself. oh sam i think that does speak to something that like sam thinks protecting yourself includes protecting yourself from all the emotional harm that 
being attached to other people who may die or be hurt can cause you. Yeah, I mean, we sort we do see that progression in like the the women he sleeps with. Yeah, Sarah, like he goes back and kisses her. Like he sort of he stays for a bit. Madison, he has to kill. And then with Kara, like, Dean's like, you you gonna stop by and say goodbye? And Sam's like, what's the point? No. It is like, for me, I look at this and I think, Sam does solemnly think that he's doing these people a favor. Like, mm-hmm. I am not, like, involving myself with you. Or if I'm involved with you already, I'm cutting you off to make you f- safe. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know, he fails to see that a lot of it is, like, himself. Like, a lot of it is, like, a self-preservation yeah. thing for himself. Yeah. Obviously, the, the Sam saying, like, me, because that's how the demons and monsters out there see him, is, like, another, like, sneaky little... Because Sam's turning into a monster, so he has that POV now thing, which goes with what you were saying about, like, their point with the ghouls and you are what you eat, etc. Yeah, also, I think it's the... He says, but now I think I understand. So when was the turning point? Because the way that's phrased is kind of like, on this case, I grew to understand. Which is interesting. Because like I feel like he was already sort of on the John was right train in season two. But then like he says now. And I guess that's just like... Because like, this is, again, as we said, like this is the first time he's been in like a position of like, older brother-esque and like i feel like he's taking on a bit of a paternal role with adam so now he's like oh like i as that kind of like now that i'm in that kind of a role regarding adam it's like what john did as a father i think is in fact what i would do as a father which is certainly a thing to realize about yourself and then not even feel conflicted over because you're having a real fucked in the head season i think part of what sam is trying to say here is that like dad taught us to protect ourselves and for adam that extends to if dad like taught adam how to protect himself he would have also been able to protect his mom Hmm, yeah and then he didn't and so his mom is dead now and that's, Adam like, a result of John hiding this shit from he him. Was, yeah, but I guess it's, like, he wouldn't even yeah. have gone to college if Dad taught him to protect himself. Yeah, and it's just, I don't know, that's a really sad perspective to have because it's, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, protecting yourself and being a hunter means protecting the people around you. But also it means that you should never, like, love the people around you much in just in case they disappear. Mm. Just in case, like, your love is what causes them to die. Yeah. Dean says, listen to yourself, man. And Sam says, you think I'm wrong? Dean says, I think it's too late for us. This is our life. This is who we are, okay? And it's fine. I accept that. But with Adam, he's still got a chance. He can go to school. He could be a doctor. And Sam goes, what makes Adam so special? And Dean goes, are you jealous of the kid? And Sam goes, are you? I mean, the answer to both of those are are yes, I believe. Yes and yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, this, the thing that really got to me here is that, like, it's too late for us. This is our life. This is who we are. Mm. And especially in an episode where Dean is so portrayed as, like, the angry man in the trio, right? Mm. The thing with Dean is just so many of the things that he does, like, being angry, 
always, you know, like just all of the shit. He just always thinks like, well, that's just how it is because it's too late to change now. Like this is just who I am now and I cannot improve or whatever because it's just how it is. The way that he says it is like, I accept that. And he frames it as kind of like a positive thing almost, the acceptance and not a sign of defeat. Mm. He w- he won't fight back against having like an existence that is unsatisfying for him anymore because he has accepted it and thinks of the acceptance as a good thing. Mm. He literally heard like, I don't know, this is the last illusion, give it up and you will be free. And he was like, that's true. And then just did not interface with it in any way. <laughs> like, meaningful. Good for him. Sam says, Dean, all this, it's not real. Succession core. The dad Adam knew, he wasn't real. The things out there in the shadows, they are real. The world is coming to an end. That's real. Everything else is just part of the crap people tell themselves to get through the day. Man, Sam is going through it. (laughs) This is the kind of shit you start thinking when you're really, really depressed, you know? (laughs) That, like, nothing else is real aside from the miseries of the world. Yeah. Friends aren't real. Love isn't real. Only family is real and family is obligation and hiding and yelling at each other. The thing is, like, that that Adam knew he wasn't real. And it's like, he was real to Adam. Like, that was really John who was really talking to Adam. He said all those things. He said all those things. And it's like, I mean, why? It's because he was hiding an aspect of his life from Adam. John was also hiding Adam from you. That's also an aspect of his life. Was he not real because he was hiding that part to you? The things out there in the shadows, they are real. It's true. The world is coming to an end. That's real. Also true. (laughs) But like... Sam's like perspective of and those are the only things that are real in the world ever 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 yeah. it's just like yeah I mean the thing is I suppose if you live your life every single day thinking of fighting what's out there in the shadows or like you for the last few months of your life or maybe a year even you you just wake up and go yeah, and the apocalypse is coming, and if I don't stop it, it's over. The world is gonna end. Like, of course, that's the only thing that's gonna be on your mind. Yeah. You're gonna see everyone else as mindless sheeple who don't know <laughs> the truth or Yeah, whatever. But also, like, let's say this is all true. Adam's not gonna change that. Yeah. Like, okay, like, maybe Adam does become a hunter, and then hunts, and it's, like, changes, like, I don't know, hunts a few stuff and saves a few lives okay great the world is still coming to an end like let's just let the kid live i don't know like (laughs) yeah but sam wants to i think sam just wants to pull someone else into the misery and like of course of course being john's son is like an excuse to do so because he probably couldn't justify doing that to anyone else but it's like we're all part of the same sick club well, get in. But also, like, he does find joy in, like, like having Adam be enthusiastic about the cases and, like, teaching him how to use a gun and stuff. It's not all, like, bullshit, but it is just, like, the only people that it's safe to, like, have an emotional connection to is 
your family because like that's already like built in or something so like you're allowed to have fun with your family and be friends with like people in your family but like with no one else i guess is the point of that yeah i think a part of it is the voluntary versus obligatory Mm -hmm. Well, if your family member dies, like, no matter how much you don't like them, you're still going to feel some semblance of a complicated emotion. You know, Mm -hmm. like, there's still going to be something there just by virtue of this is a person who is tied to me in a way that I cannot untie. With friendship, it's just a, a different thing. And so with... I think there is more, like, it's easier almost you, like, allow yourself to connect with your family because it's, like... The leap from, like, familial connection to personal connection is shorter than no connection to personal Mm -hmm. connection, which is what friendship is. Sam is so fucking sick in the head this season. Yeah. Sorry, Sam. Dean's next line is the one that I was like, oh. He says, dad didn't have a choice with us, okay? But with Adam, he did, and Adam doesn't have to be cursed. Horrible. Mm. I mean, like... Dean really thinks, like, this is the only way it could have gone. Yeah, what? Because John needed... Because, like, Mary died, so John just needed to get revenge. And because they're all, like, Mary's kids as well as John's kids, they just, like, had to be part of it? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Well, that's fucked. No, for Dean, there was no other option. Like, I think about, like, how throughout the rest of this show... Dean will have moments where he goes, yeah, what dad did was fucked up. Like, that was actually pretty messed up. Or that was actually pretty horrible. That actually traumatized me. But in his head, it's like, but it's all justified. Like, it was bad. But there was, it wasn't like there could have been an action or an outcome that was good. Mm. You know, like, acknowledging that something is bad only goes so far. You also have to, like, I don't know, I guess for Dean, like, he also needs to acknowledge that there was a way to do that that wasn't bad. Because that is also the kind of logic, then, that Dean applies to himself. He's always guilty that he's so angry. He's always guilty that he did this thing and that thing and whatever, whatever. But he never actually does anything to change Mm -hmm. because he applies the same logic to himself. He's like, I wish I wasn't like this, but it's just, yeah, I wish. But I am. Yeah. And it's like, but there is a version of this story where you're you're not the angry man in the house, you know? Mm -hmm. And he just never realizes. He never fucking realizes. Yeah. And when he does, he... (laughs) He dies of tetanus. (laughs) Hell yeah! Did he realize? I mean, at some point, he was like, that's not who I am when he self-actualizes a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just because Cass gave him a big, beautiful speech that was completely untrue. <laughs> and then he remembered it. <laughs> no, I mean, also, like, the, you know, the prayer scene. I feel like that is, like, a... Okay, I'm just go. I'm, I'm acknowledging that. it now. And that, like... Yeah, of course you don't. Because I didn't you haven't see it, it, yeah. A prayer to who? To Cass. After Cass died? No, oh, you no, mean in 1509, no, whatever. True. He does say there that, like... I did this because it was easier. And, like, I think there's still ways to go for Dean. But, like, I think acknowledging that, like, he didn't, like, let Cass go because it was the only way that it could have gone. Like, Cass didn't leave because that's just what Cass does. 
he left specifically because Dean did something mm. and was afraid to do the right thing. That is an acknowledgement that like, and that would have gone differently if I did what was harder but right. Mm-hmm. And then he dies a couple episodes later. He's Yeah, Sam says he's a Winchester. He's already cursed. Oh, Sam. Boo. I'm really glad that when Sam finally parents Jack, it's he's good at it. It's different. Like, I'm glad that season yeah. four Sam is not where Sam ends up. That's a, I mean, like, here's the, you know, he's a Winchester, he's already cursed, and I, in my head, go, he's not even a Winchester, yeah, he's, he's a, a Milligan. So whatever's hunting Adam, I'm just gonna find it and kill it, and then it'll all be fine, and then he heads out to do just that. And where he ends up is back to the tomb he was looking at earlier, and this time he sees this fucking tunnel that's just covered by a giant stone. He goes in there, goes into the tunnel, and ends up in this big, like, like, cavern? Is that a term? Mm. Whatever. There's just this giant, like, underground room. He looks around, there's bodies, like, there's, like, skeletons and stuff, and he sees one that, like, he recognizes as Joe from the bar. He hears stuff in the tunnel, scuttling around. Oh no! Meanwhile, in the house where Sam is putting Adam up for bait, they close up every single, like, panel, every single vent. And so, if the being is going to arrive, it's just gonna be there. And then suddenly, um, a woman is going like, Adam, Adam! And Adam realizes that it's his mom. So he goes to him, and Sam is pointing at Kate. And she's going like, look, they took me, but I got away, blah, blah, blah. And eventually, as Grizzle said earlier, Adam gets the gun away from Sam. Yeah, because Sam's like trying, he's aiming the shotgun at Kate. Yeah. Adam taking it is like, uh, don't shoot my mom sort of situation, I think. There's also like a fun part where like Sam is going like, you listen to me, and Kate is going like, no, you listen to me, which is pretty mm-hmm. fun. Adam eventually points the gun at his mom, and Sam is just going, shoot, just shoot him, Adam, just shoot him, just shoot he him. Says, shoot it. Very, you it's know. not human, which is a very season four Sam thing, I think. Love that. That's not your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not. It's not. It's not mother. Yeah. And Adam just looks at Sam and does a little sickle smile and goes, "I know." And then hits Sam in the head. Oh yeah. And you know, Sam's collapse on the ground. As this is happening, by the way, Dean is like opening up this coffin, and then he sees Kate in there, and he's like. Oh, she's dead for real, for real. And so we also know that, like, that is definitely not Kate anymore. Because the body is here, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then the moment Adam headbutts Sam with the shotgun. So that's not a headbutt. Well, whatever. He butts with the shotgun. Dean opens the, like, 
coffin behind beside the cape one and Adam's in Hell there yeah baby it's so fun this reveal is it's so really fun. fun I don't I don't regret knowing the twist beforehand because it allowed me to to giggle and cackle as as ghoul Adam continued his machinations throughout the episode in your sicko voice yeah even. but it would also be very fun to find out here Dean tries to escape by breaking a stained glass window in the fucking cavern, whatever the fuck. Meanwhile, Sam is tied to a table. Jesus style? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's being crucified. And Kate and Adam, well, the ghouls that are taking on the forms of Kate and Adam are nearby. Sam calls them ghouls and Kate says, you know, I find that term racist. I just, I, what? What? is this i i guess okay like the origin of the ghoul is that like it's uh a, like a being from pre-islamic arabian religion so like it's racist because she's not arab what <laughs> i'm not i'm not really sure what even is also, like, they make a point of being, like, their dad and that they're, like, brother and sister, mm-hmm. right? And so they do have conceptions of gender. Yes. How does that work if the person they last ate is, like, the person they become? Um, I mean, they could just... Do they you could just, just... Can you only just... I think they could eat whatever, but they, they do gender-affirming eating. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, one day a ghoul will eat me and be like, have like a transgender revelation. Hell yeah. And it'll be the most important thing to happen in their ghoulish life. Mm-hmm. She's being creepy and being like, oh wow, I want to eat you so bad. She mentions that she's really excited about the prospect of eating fresh meat instead of what they're used to, which means that like, that like dead bodies aren't like, a ghoul's, like, natural diet. It's just, like, what they settle for. Yeah, I don't know. So, like, Pretty benevolent of them. Yeah, like, their dad was being dad. really nice. Like, that was really nice of their yeah. dad. Okay, so Sam's, like, I don't trying to provoke them or just being a dick in general where he goes, like, ghouls don't usually go after the living you're just filthy scavengers feeding off the dead taking the form of the last corpse you choke down which is like part of that's just like exposition but like he is doing it in like a and you suck way and it's that's like it's just it's bad to eat dead things it makes you a filthy scavenger okay like are you eating like your burgers when the cows are alive sam like what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Sam is like, like Dean is in a restaurant being like, I want the bacon cheese. Me- like, I want yeah. the steak like medium rare or whatever. <laughs> and Sam's like, just get the cow in here. I'll just bite the cow. <laughs> and Adam reveals that ghouls also get the thoughts and memories of the last person that they eat. We are what we eat. Pretty fun. And Sam says, you're monsters. Um, and throughout this, like, he's being, like, cut up with knives and, like, they're, like, sucking on his blood and shit. 
and he's losing blood fast and it's like ouch owie ow yeah adam says like you know you use that word a lot sam but i don't think you know what it means uh and then kate mentions that sam's blood tastes different so yeah it is sort of like a well, you're calling us monsters, but you've changed from human biology also due to the actions that you're doing that are evil this season. It is so fascinating how that works. Is it only human blood that, like, changes the taste of your blood from human to something else? I don't, what does demon like, blood taste I like? I eat, like, if you eat, like, animal blood... Which I do. Yeah. Like, does that change? Like, if a ghoul eats me, if again the transgender ghoul yeah. eats me, like, what's what's the situation? Are they gonna be like, oh, this one just had like a beta max? What's that about? We can we can call a ghoul over after you eat certain things and have them test it out. <laughs> exactly. I hope the transgender ghoul thinks I'm tasty. <laughs> the Adam goes. Our father was a monster. Why? Because of what he ate, he never hurt anyone, Sam, living, anyway. And, like, he's literally right. <laughs> like, correct. It's all correct, but because they're... Because they're, they're doing they're it between sucks of Sam's blood. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> We're supposed to be like, and they're so wrong. <sighs> It's, okay, like, obviously, like, the body is important to many religions, and, like, it's not great that that happened to the bodies, but, like, if you need to eat, like, people to survive, like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) It really does not warrant a hunt. Kate says, no, he was no monster, but the thing that killed him was a monster named John Winchester. So fucking true. Ooh. And I mean, to add to the ghoul stuff, it's like, isn't the thesis of hunting, like, saving people hunting things? Right. And so, like, who the fuck are you saving with, like, a ghoul situation? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, a saving from, like, you know, heavenly blah, blah, blah. You know, it is quite confusing to me the way, like, hunters are portrayed as non-believers of religion. Mm-hmm. When all of their equipment is religion, a lot of their equipment is religion based, mm-hmm. but slay. Yeah. Is it like just like a, um, what's that thing called? When it's like, it's not the actual event. Is, is it like a placebo effect <laughs> when you throw holy water at the dew and it's like, ah, ouch, ouch, and it's just because they think it's holy water and that's why it's happening. Maybe so. Maybe so. It is also fun that like, John is like the monster. You know? Yeah. Wasn't it like fucking Joe who was like, her dad used to tell her stories about like monsters when she was a kid? Um. Like about the stuff he haunted? I think Mary also received that kind of up. Oh, I think that was Mary actually. Yeah, you're right. That was Mary, not Joe. And like, I think it is absolutely fascinating to have like a monster doing like a, oh, Here's a bedtime story. And it's like, there's this man named John Winchester. (laughs) And he's a dick. He's an fucking asshole. More ghoul backstory is that Kate and Adam are brother and sister and grew up orphaned but had each other. Adam says, like, you and your brother. Inseparable. There's also, like, a very fun bit where... 
Sam has like wounds but on his side. Allegedly, oh, yeah. like they're really Jesusing him on this one. And Adam just digs into mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. Nom nom nom. Kate says it was very hard to get you on your own. Wouldn't they just want to torture both of them? Like, why just Sam? I don't know. Confusing. Sam's their fame. Yeah. They say that for 20 years, their lives sucked ass, and they just ate stinking flesh from graveyard, but then they decided to move up to alive people, specifically for revenge. The school is sexist. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kate calls real Kate John's slut. Okay. And she doesn't even call Adam his bastard. She says it was John's cop friend and then his slut and then his son. Obviously, you're like, if you, if this was like an equal opportunity, just use whatever insult you could. Like, <laughs> and then his bastard. Like, that literally is his bastard son. But no, <laughs> she just hates women. Right, and then they found out that John was dead, so Sam and Dean are going to be the substitutes. They're going to feed on Sam nice and slow like they did with Adam. Oh, by the way, he really was your brother. You should know that. He was still alive when we took our first bites, and he was a screamer. Hell yeah. And this whole time, there are a bunch of shots of, like, these bowls under Sam's arms, Cause like every time he's like flexing to try to get out of the ropes, like more blood gushes out into the bowls, and for some reason yeah. I thought he was gonna do some kind of cool demon blood trick, like that he was like making the blood go out of his arms on purpose. But no, that's just the blood going out of his arms due to his grievous injuries. Rip. Also, what is the situation of like drinking your own blood if you have demon blood? probably nothing because it's like he's increasing like the concentration of demon in his blood when he drinks pure demon blood if he's drinking his own blood that doesn't mean anything but like does the concentration decrease i don't i think it's just the same because you already have but like demon-y blood what but like um uh yeah. <laughs> how do i put this like do you you never like how does that work? <laughs> Cause it's not like it's not like um there's like an unlimited vat of blood. It's like something's gotta be replacing something, you know? Right. So like is the demon blood just so much more powerful than the no, yeah. human yeah, blood is Sam that just, like, like pissing out human blood every time after he drinks <laughs> Ruby's blood, like are his veins bulging with all the extra blood that goes directly in there? I know. Because it's not like it? when you drink. I mean, your marrow does like, reduce blood yeah, cells. I don't, well, maybe it's just that Sam loses enough blood on hunts that, like, it balances out. It wouldn't work for other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he loses blood and then his, he he, he, his, like, his body produces more blood cells. And that's human blood. Mm. Yeah. And so he needs to get human blood to get the levels back yeah. in order. Yeah, exactly. Dean comes in with a gun and he gets Adam in the shoulder and Sam yells Dean they're ghouls it's a ghoul so Dean kills Kate properly by doing a headshot which is apparently how you get ghouls there's a bit of a fight between Adam and Dean and then like he gets Adam and then he gets Adam and he 
beats his head and shoots him. He shoots him, and then he beats his head yeah. and like just over and over again for a Repeatedly. very long amount of time. Like there were times in the past where Dean was like very gun ho about killing, yeah. like I don't know monsters, over like, aggressive with the final kill, like with um. Tammy and 309. Like, there, there was also, there, there was the Maleus Maleficarum stabbing the witch, mm-hmm. right? Or was that a demon? Stabbing the demon over and over again. Yeah. And then also, like, I think maybe the the one where he cuts the, oh, the vampire Like, he saws the head the off of that yeah. one vampire. Yeah. And it's like, a lot of those times, it's like, because there was a threat to Sam, right? And then we are able to justify it as, like, because this is someone who was threatening Sam, and so he was, like, real pissed about it, etc. Mm. But here it's like, yeah, they are threatening Sam, and they are tying Sam down with rope and duct tape and making him bleed all over the bowls. But, like, also, like, Dean doesn't gaff about that. Yeah, Sam has to be like, Dean, <laughs> I'm bleeding out, for Dean to even come to his rescue. Mm-hmm. And it's just a bit odd. Like, is he mad at Adam? Yeah. Is he mad at this goal for killing He's, Adam? Like, what's the I don't situation? Think it's that. I think it's what he said earlier, which is like, any like creature that's using like dad's name to try to get to us better fucking watch out or whatever he said earlier. I think it's just that. Damn. So he just the gaff about Adam at all? I mean, he. I don't think not that much. After Dean has his fun little kill fest on the cool Adam body, Sam is still like tied and bleeding out so so much into the bulls and he calls for dean and dean sort of snaps out of it and helps sam get up and give some towels for his arms sam says thank you and dean says that's what family's for right and then keep pressure on that and runs off even though like it like both of sam's arms are bleeding like in order for him to keep pressure on one of them he has to neglect the other fucking <laughs> he arm the other. what the fuck <laughs> he just suppresses them <laughs> together yeah like, like wonder like, woman do, or like, whatever you know, like that pose you do when you're where you're cupping your face to do like a flower <laughs> pose or whatever that's what sam doing. like your face is a flower <laughs> that's what sam is yeah. doing yeah, again, he would eat on Instagram. <laughs> he literally would. We go now to, like, Sam and Dean. They're in the woods, and they have built a pyre for Adam. Did they even take Kate's body No, out? they were like, <laughs> who give a fuck? I mean, I think inside Dean is still mourning that John and Mary, husband and wife, was not the, the sacred forever bond that he thought it was. Uh, Adam's body is there and they're, you know, gonna burn the shit up. And Dean is saying, like, you know, the gold didn't fake anything. Like, those pictures were real. Dad's journal was real. And Adam was her brother. He died like a hunter. He deserved to go out I, like one. By being killed by ghouls? Like, like, all the people in the newspapers that start your hunts are also killed by ghouls and such, and you don't do this for them. Not that, like, burning <laughs> a body is also died that, like, a hunter. like <laughs> nice or whatever, but I guess it matters to them. Kate did also die <laughs> like, also a hunter, like a hunter, and they died in the exact same way. But, you know, like, she, she was only John's <laughs> slut, Why, whereas Adam is John's son. <laughs> God... <laughs> 
Yeah, and Sam says maybe we can bring him back, get a hold of Cass, call in a favor. He's so funny. <laughs> He's so funny. Like, what is Dean been telling Sam about Cass that Sam thinks that this would that like Cass would even consider doing that? Honestly, that's what I want to know. <laughs> the fact that the, like the last time Sam talked time to Cass was in four sixteen. He no. said Dean was punched a few times. Can you heal him? And Cass said no. But Sam's like no. But he'll bring Adam back to the from the dead for us. That's no biggie. <laughs> So funny. Also, like we like he must be aware that Evan is trying to like get them to do things and stuff. And like calling it a favor is number one way to get Heaven to be like, but we did this for you and now you do this for us. Yeah. And he was like, I do gaff, I want the little brother in the backseat, bro. <laughs> He's so funny. Dean says Adam is a better is in a better place. Bro, you which just went so through four fifteen. <laughs> Yeah, and then they burn that fucking body. And they have this final conversation, which means something, and also everything, and also nothing. But no, it, it does mean something. something to me. Dean says, you know, I finally get why you and that butted head so much. You two were practically the same person. And then he goes, you know, I worshipped the guy. I dressed like him, acted like him. I listened to the same music, but you were the, you were more like him than I will ever be. I see that now. And Sam says, I'll take that as a compliment. And Dean goes, you take it any way you want. And it ends on Dean's face in the fire. Boo! Boo! Yeah! Like, this is a Sam... This is a little Sam I like this is a Sam... That's yeah. why he was there during the whole ghoul talk and the fucking torture while Dean just had brief little shots of, like, kicking stained glass. Like, boo! Sam supposedly had the journey of learning that John can be considered a monster in some circles, but only supposedly because they don't <laughs> interface with it that way. But, like, you know, like, being told by someone that, like, your dad killed an innocent guy for just for being himself. <laughs> just for having a fun, cool time. Yeah. <laughs> just by goofing around. <laughs> having yeah. a laugh, really. <laughs> and being like, and he is a monster to us. And then, like, learning what, you know. Like, he also thinks that... John was an irresponsible father to Adam. Yeah. And now Dean is here being like, you're just like him. The man that you've hated your whole life. And now you see you're trying to reason out is actually a good father because he failed to be a good father through your definition to someone else. I'm saying that you're like him. And like, we don't even get like a good Sam reaction. Yeah. It's like, what? Who give a fuck about how Dean feels yeah. about this? Like, this is about... I mean, I give a fuck. Oh, I give I a don't. fuck. I did... <laughs> yeah. I did tear up a little bit. I think there is something to be said about how Sam is the one that is purportedly like John, but hates him. And mm-hmm. Dean is the one who wants to be like him, but could never. I don't agree with those character yeah. assessments, Plus John, but... like, is not hated by Sam currently. I, I like, again, I don't mm-hmm. agree with those character assessments but i agree that sam and dean would think this Mm. you know like i agree that they would assess their character in Mm. this way and that is what's interesting to me that dean wants to be like john because the john in his head is like this cool hero who always saves the day always knows what to do always knows you know Mm. all that crap 
And yet, the only part of John that he can successfully emulate is aesthetic. being angry and being spiteful. Because, like, I mean, every single influence in our life, you know, parents, older siblings, whatever, there will always be aspects of them that we think, that is something I want to incorporate in my life. And then there would be aspects that are like, and that is so horrible, I n- never wish to be like that. And, like, you know, it is. it must be miserable to have someone that you have forced yourself to look up to your entire life. And the only parts that are present in you of them is the negative parts. The parts that you have to suppress and you have to convince yourself is actually not that bad. Horrible. Yeah, but I don't think we see that from Dean this episode. Like, he yells, like, a few times, but they (laughs) never really go, and that's, like, John, like, at all. Yeah. Like, he does do, like, the... I'm talking, I guess, more of the... Yeah, about just Dean and the future, but not Dean and this episode. The all-encompassing everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what did we think about this episode? I thought it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. It was good. This is another one of those episodes where I go, like, we must be halfway through. And then I check, and it's, like, we're, we're about to be mm-hmm. done. Because it's like the story is a lot more room to breathe, etc. Because it's less blah, mm-hmm. but whatever. Whatever, whatever. So, yeah. Uh, best line, who worst line? I think my best line is, as I've said, like, Dean's, it's too late for us and dad didn't have a chance with us. Because, like, those are the ones that made me think a lot. Makes sense. Uh, I don't know. I think I liked when the the ghoul called John Winchester a monster. That was pretty slay. I don't know about, like, my worst line. Although I really did not like the way Lisa, the wife of Mm -hmm. Joe and Dean, talked. I was like, this is such a weird scene. Yeah. The, The emotional whatever, whatever is not correct. Um, I found, you know, I find that term racist. For, for like when Sam calls them ghouls that was pretty annoying well I find that comment racist <laughs> it's what I would say to that ghoul spreadsheet spread those sheets so That's I like would say for this one misogyny is like with one? the slut comment yeah that's like a one racism zero one for the that's racist line I mean, I feel like if just saying slut counts as a misogyny... Yeah, okay. Then, yeah. The ones are just sort of like, there was a moment that we went, ugh. Homophobia. I don't think there was homophobia. Do you remember homophobia? No. They did kill Adam, though. <laughs> and Adam does become a, a like, one-body gay That's person. true. Happy for him. What a slay. What a slay way to end his story. Like, good for him. Yeah. Um, alright. IMDb... Um, I would say this one is definitely less higher than the past couple episodes, but in my heart, it's good. So, 8.5. Okay, I was gonna go higher than that. Like, I was thinking 8.8, but I I don't like going more than 0.1 off from you, but... yeah. I'll well, s- well I'll, take yeah. a chance. Yeah, take a I'll chance. take a chance. Let's see. Okay, well, IMDB. Uh, Jump the Shark, which is still the funniest fucking title. It's an 8.2! Ouch. People hate this Hell thing. yeah! You really did take the jump. Yeah. Mm, I jumped that shark. 
the do people, un- I mean, do, okay, yeah, I it's not like it's dumb it's like that they're bringing in a new brother. They did do that in Sherlock. <laughs> but it's fun when they do it, it here. It says, I simp- this one says, I simply adore the subversion of monster and family with the ghouls here. This blurring of the line between the two categories not only works for Sam's arc, but sets up the sixth season more than people realize. The film's humanistic viewpoint comes through strong get- strongest when it blurs types like this. My issue with this statement is what do you mean by like strongest? If you mean like strongest in that as in like it's very present, it's like okay, I understand. Mm -hmm. If it's strong as in it's good, I'm like, I don't think that's true. (laughs) But okay. This one is like, I thought this was pointless back in the day, but now it's fine. Cool. Ironic title. I know it was picked to prevent the backlash this episode might have had. But it's by far the less jump the shark moment the show's ever had. It was logical to the loner hunter's life habits and a nice way to keep viewers guessing. Yeah. The ending twist was a nice touch and I knew something like that might happen. From my previous watch, but I didn't remember Just if like it was you for so real. early on in the series. So like me. Yeah, I mean, it is one of the better episodes mm-hmm. is the thing. Just because Supernatural has so many bad yeah. episodes. Yeah, I mean, multiple people are mentioning that the monsters are sympathetic here, so... Yeah. I think... I think... Was that on purpose? Was Supernatural supposed to, like, make us go, like, yeah, they do have a point? I mean, the thing is, they do have a point. And I feel like anybody who's watching the show will be like, they do have a point. Do the writers know that they have a point? I mean... Maybe they do. It's just that it's never a point that it's explored yeah, or followed Yeah, it's just through. like, huh, interesting idea. Let's go back to killing yeah. indiscriminately. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it for this episode of Busty Asian Beauties. Next week, we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 20. I forgot to say The Rapture. The Rapture. Leave us a rating or review wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on social media. We are on Tumblr at bustyasianbeautiespod.tumblr.com. Our official tag is badpod, B-A-B-pod. Thanks to everyone who's donated to our Kofi at ko-fi.com slash bustyasianbeautiespod. And check out our merch at badpod.redbubble.com. Uh, you can email us any feedback, comments, or inquiries at bustyasianbeautiespod at gmail.com. See you guys next Bye. time!